Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to episode 144 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see, and also the caffeine decides how fast we talk. This episode <laughs> is dropping on Wednesday, December 17th. My name is Dan Gorman. Do not be alarmed. Continue swimming naked. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. Continue. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, Lou. Open fire. <laughs> Uh, weirdly, mine is... Oh, my name is Casey Lyons. Mm-hmm. Weirdly. Uh, weirdly, my name is Casey Lyons. It has been for like 37 years. Weird. Uh, and uh, collecting coins is a lot like life. It stopped being fun a long time ago. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, my name is Greg Legro, and look at those assholes. Ordinary fucking people. I oh, hate them. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so good. Um, We have tons to talk about this week. In Film Roulette, we had Winner's Choice again, and two of us went and saw whatever we wanted to see while Casey stayed at home and And celebrated... whatever I wanted to see. ...celebrated the the season with Grumpy Cat's worst Christmas ever. (laughs) Greg gave us Paraquette Quartz to listen to, and we will roll for our movies next for next week. Casey's going to talk us through an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 and 90210 Yeah Relay, and then we will talk about some TV Dad Cage Match at the end of the episode but first i don't want to tease it too much but this episode should be called 90210 oh shit yeah oh shit yeah um we're gonna get into itty bitty tidbit committee where we talk about news and movies and such but first uh if you'd like to contact us you can email us at info at modern superior.com and please rate and review us on iTunes. Hey, we just got an email. Yeah. What? That's we, what I'm bringing yeah. up. There was an email. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Somebody emailed us. I don't like it. Um, uh, Esther. Esther. That's right. No us. last name that I saw. No. So. Um, emailed us to say. <laughs> so good. Good effort. Loves the show. Spent yeah. a lot, a good chunk of this year catching up on our back catalog and that it was time well spent. Uh, but also wanted to De- chime in. Debatable. Also debatable. <laughs> um, <laughs> wanted to chime in because Casey saw This Is Where I Leave You last week. Oh, I read that email. Esther mm-hmm. had read the book. and Damn, uh, I already read that email. Yeah, yeah, talked about some some stuff in regards to the characters in that book that kind of confirmed, The book sounds as uh, stupid as the movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
It's a, but it sounds like uh, stupid in a more expansive way. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, the, the, I like my stupidity in depth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one sentence from the email. But that I, why is it so stupid? <laughs> I just like that, that Esther says the main theme of the book is that spending time with your family reminds you of your failed potential and the fact that your life didn't turn out the way you expected. But mm-hmm. everyone is so unlikable that in the end, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, much like my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, also called out Greg's descriptions of terrible TV and movie plots as being a, a particular favorite part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So That's thanks, up. Esther. And you too can email us and have us talk about your email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at info at mm-hmm. Yeah. And rate and review us on iTunes. As It'll be at least as successful as that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now we'll get into itty bitty tidbit committee we'll mm-hmm. talk about some news some, the some notable yeah. uh film viewings yeah. yeah um i guess we could, should start with the biggest news the sony hacks yeah we can talk a bit about that mm-hmm. um people aren't happy about uh the interview so they got hacked yeah <laughs> and <laughs> released the all of their information anyway. i think it's well i mean now they're saying did you see the news today where they're saying like we're gonna bomb places that are playing the this movie Oh, uh, that has been said on the internet by who knows who, like anonymous sources. But that's going to be a bas- very intense dice roll, then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said to my brother, Jeez. I was like, "Well, I'll go home to my small town and do do it there, where I imagine nobody cares no, about." Yeah. <laughs> Bomb Peterborough. Yeah, I'll go watch it in Dodgeville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, like pretty crazy, and you know, emails leaked, movies leaked, all that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, a pair. I list, There's a, a Mamo did an episode on it that was really good. I won't regurgitate too much from their episode, right. but <laughs> but um, Matt Price was the way he was talking about it. He said like that their their security was like bad by anyone's standards. He was like they literally had a file somewhere named passwords with all the passwords in it. <laughs> That's like, amazing. Wow, I don't have weekend. one of those. <laughs> you guys, I don't have <laughs> one of those. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of things were, were revealed the, that movie executives are as horrible as we think they are. Yes, absolutely. Oh, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Hor- they're as horrible as they are unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it seemed just like a whole. It seemed like a bad entourage episode or something. Yeah, like, I the, I couldn't believe the wording of the emails, particularly between Scott Rudin and uh, Amy uh, uh, Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they are not fans of each other. No. From the sounds of and the tones. He's not of their a fan emails. of Angelina Jolie. No. Apparently not. No. I get it. <laughs> Her movies aren't good. Yeah. And they're. Well, she's a minim- minimally talented spoiled brat. Right. Yeah. According- I, f- I found that part satisfying because I'm not a fan of hers either. <laughs> I like uh, that. Um, uh, that that in, in internally, they also don't like uh, Adam Sandler movies. No, right? Yeah. And that they're was, like, how, much, was how far great. are we getting with these films? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting too that like the like re, like real Sony like Sony headquarters was like we don't like any of the the quality of things yeah. that are going out yeah including like like all the Sony hacks revealed all the issue with the Spider Man yeah <laughs> keep saying Sony hack I'm like I feel like the Sony hacks were the problems with Spider Man <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, and so I've th- now I read something uh, Andrew Garfield's already been fired. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I don't I know. know I'm reading this the internet, and who knows? But apparently, that was one of the things revealed too that they are still the talks with Marvel aren't over. Yeah. Right. As far as head Sony is concerned, they're like, we need something of quality, and if we can still, you know, do something with this character and get money yeah. with it, because we don't know what to do with it, 
But apparently they're scrapping everything. I think Sinister firing. Six is still going to be like outside of it. It's going to be some other kind of thing. And then they were like, Garfield's done. That's not working. I feel I feel like they're placing a lot of blame on the shoulders of, of Andrew Garfield. And I don't think it's his I don't fault. know. It's the I Sony hacks who made that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, hacks over there at Sony. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so too. And I think like he was probably one of the better parts of it for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was fine. He didn't jump out and fucking wow me or anything. No, but, no. Uh, I think the but, only thing in those movies, well, in the second movie, the only one I saw, what, the only thing that I liked in there was their chemistry. I felt like they were likable together. That uh, Whether or not like that added to the movie or not, I was, right. when they were together in scenes, I was like, I can buy this. Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> like, oh, I'd like to see these two in, say, a Mark Webb movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah not a everyone at Sony movie. <laughs> yeah. Sony email movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. All kind, and all kinds of movies that are online now. Yeah, a lot of shit leaks. got popped out there. Uh, I started watching Fury last night. Oh, boy. Totally legally. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. assuming based on the disclaimer at the beginning the of it com- that Sony sent it to me. <laughs> it seemed very clear. Uh, so, so all of these movies are legally online. Different topic. Yeah. I started watching Fury online. I started to watch this movie. I assume people are starting on their way to where I am. To arrest me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you, you I didn't finish it, it so I can't really say. Yeah. I was too tired. Because you were morally outraged. Yeah, I was, was like, you know what? I better report this. He was arrested. You know, you know what? I better report this to the, the man <laughs> I don't in my like dreams. what you're doing. The no. man in your dreams. Yeah, and I tell him everything. <laughs> Mr. The man in your dream. The dream yeah. police? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he lives inside, inside of my head. Inside, inside of your head. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, I've got like my head is just full of coffee right now. Uh that's well, I'm pouring coffee on the I'm all dead inside inside my head. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a weird mix. <laughs> it's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what'll come of this. I feel like a lot of relationships are like forever ruined. Yeah, well, like particularly between the executive who called Kevin Hart a money whore. Yeah. Oh boy, he didn't care for that. No, <laughs> nor should he. No, all, all he fucking is doing is what everybody is doing. Like, yeah, he's all, just a, he just like has a personal brand. He's yeah. using it to make money and it's working <laughs> and which then is, people like it and he's which successful is, yeah. people exactly like him a lot <laughs> where people like especially a comedian yeah. is trying to go yeah. oh this many totally. people like my comedy or like my brand of comedy so I'm Good. just gonna build yeah. some movies and, and other things around that mm-hmm. yeah and what executive is calling an artist a money hole? Yeah, right? <laughs> you fucking parasite. <laughs> Did you see Joel McHale's email? No. no. Uh, it was from when Community got canceled. Yeah. And he just emailed. <laughs> his email was like, I was wondering if I could still use my Sony employee discount to get a TV. <laughs> <laughs> I like that You know part. what, buddy? You win. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely. Pretty good. I, I love Joel McHale. Yeah. He's great. I like mm-hmm. that part about the emails because like, there was a hand full of stuff that came out and I was glad to see that there was some news around things that weren't just like, like breaking news executives are slinging mud at each other because yeah. there was that and yeah. then there was the thing with what's it Paul Reiser from Mad About You did you see that no it was just basically a series of emails of him reaching out to someone that helped like get a couple seasons on DVD and he he was basically like I've had a lot of people emailing me and tw- tweeting at me about like where are the rest of the seasons because a couple of them are missing mm. and then the guy was like yeah we're gonna look into it or whatever and Paul Reiser was very thankful about it or whatever and I like us opinions on the show aside it was nice to just see like you know a couple people like just, reaching out and being like hey can you help me people seem to want this show and I don't right. know what to do because 
I don't make DVDs on Paul Reiser. Like, can we <laughs> can we look into it? And it was like, yeah, yeah, we'll check it out. And and like, thanks for helping me last time get like the DVDs out. It's just like nice. Yeah, what nice a sad, to see. What mm-hmm. a sad state of affairs when like that <laughs> popped out at you. It's like Paul, Paul Reiser tried to get some DVDs made, and someone was nice to him. Yeah, I don't know. People <laughs> like, being nice to each other, yeah. like help him out, man. It is, yeah. like, but in the midst of all of this, fuck. I mean, man. Fucking Hollywood, am I right? Guys? Yeah, <laughs> Holly weird is what I call it. Oh, I thought I had a point. Yeah. my brain was just like, Fucking no, Hollywood. just say this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. that's yeah. You know, Paul Reiser, I liked him in his support role in Whiplash. Yeah, so there you go. Happy oh shit, ending. I didn't yeah. know he was in there. Yeah, totally. In I've always really enjoyed Paul Reiser, and yet not enjoyed any of the things he's done. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. I feel he's, like he's I, good in certain. Yeah, he's good roles. in Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Burke. Okay. So he's great yeah. in fucking aliens. He's uh, his stand up is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I do he's like some of his stand up. Genuinely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but he's not like an Albert Brooks where he has this like run of art where you're like, oh yeah, fuck, yeah. you were on fire from here to here to here to here. You no, know? the weird thing is, I feel like he could have. Like, I feel probably like yeah. had he had he gone that route, he would have been a lot more successful than. Yeah. Uh, well, he was too saddled into being a sitcom guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Which some people. Which some people. Are, dig like that that's yeah. where sure. they want to well, go you know, and it must be appealing because I mean he had two really successful ones back to back so yeah. he kind of you know what was the other success? my two dads oh yeah my two dads yeah <laughs> oh my two dads <laughs> <laughs> sorry I know it uh, by its French title my two dads yeah <laughs> uh, which is a really bad show my two dads yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's I good. watched some of it for I don't think I've ever yeah, seen it age match yeah yeah it's yeah. really horrible I had <laughs> the hugest crush on Stacey Keenan when mm. I was a kid I've oh, seen yeah. some mad about you like Back in the day, I remember seeing the episode where they had Kramer come on. They did like a crossover. Yeah, yeah. Did they? Did <laughs> yeah, they, they did. That? They did. They did it with friends too. He moved because, in across uh, from from yeah. Really? That's well, and they did a whole thing where like <laughs> there was a blackout in yeah. New York, and then every episode was like Whoa. like Seinfeld did yeah. it, and uh, and Friends did it. Yeah, and, uh. which is weird because I don't remember any of those episodes. I mean, I d- I didn't really Me watch either, that really. much of Friends, but somebody uh, mentioned that, that on a podcast, was. and I was like, "What episode of Seinfeld had the bl- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I should know. Yeah, <laughs> but you said it like Seinfeld. What episode? What episode? What's the deal <laughs> with what episode is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched a shitload of movies, you guys. Right. I saw a couple. Yeah? Uh, a few. I'll talk about two. Okay. Do you want to start or me? No, I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't saw, want to. I saw a couple movies. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> um, Especially not on this movie. No. Uh, I'll start with the the new the most in the news right now title uh-huh. I, I saw the new Mike Lee film, Mr. Turner. Oh, uh, shit. I really a, actually wanted to see that. At a screening. Um starring Timothy Spall and 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 plenty of other people uh about JMW Turner's last uh few years yeah. or the last quarter century. Um I didn't know anything about the painter going into this and uh Emma knows a lot about uh art history and stuff cuz she's an artist and so I was kind of like like hey let me know if I need to know anything about this guy before going in and she was kind of like I don't know not really. So I went in pretty blind. Um, but I was looking forward to it because I, I thought it looked really good from the trailers. Yeah. Um, this thing's 150 minutes long. Um, and I walked out of this movie being like, I did not like that, with the exception of it is a gorgeous film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Lee. Mike Lee. And yeah, the way yeah. that, like, I don't know anything about his paintings other than the ones that appeared in the movie, mm-hmm. but the way that they play with the paintings and then later with the cinematography and pair them together is like, holy shit, gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. And not like obvious, like, oh, here's a shot of the painting, and then I cut to this one looks like the painting. Right. It actually, like, 
later on in the movie it'll throw back to like visual motifs from his paintings and you'll be like oh I, I saw that painting you know earlier in the movie and now you're doing this here mm-hmm. fucking amazing yeah um and timothy spall as mr turner is really good i've just i've always wanted there to be a um role for him because yeah. he's such a he's such a a, a fantastic actor yeah mm-hmm. such a very specific look yeah, yeah super specific and he's very physical in this role a lot of grunting uh and kind of <laughs> he does a lot of grunting like a lot of his dialogue is just like whatever yeah. like you know like really gruff like there's times where i didn't understand what he was saying yeah he was being so just like guttural and like <laughs> but I, I walked out of it like that was kind of dull i don't like yeah. calling movies boring but yeah, I, was like, I hadn't been too stoked to go to yeah this. i just kind of had a feeling of but it. it improved upon thinking about it later like a couple yeah. days later i was like i don't know i kind of now that i have some distance from how like kind of dull it was at the time <laughs> like because i mean it's not like boring because there's a lot of stuff going on with the characters but there was definitely just kind of like it's long yeah it's really long and it feels long mm-hmm. um but I kind of got some distance from it. And I was like, I think I like that a little bit more. But yeah. I don't love it. But it is interesting and should be seen just for the visuals because it's gorgeous and the performances. Right. Yeah. And that's then, that's the sad thing is I saw the I saw the trailer and I was like, oh man, I really want to see that. But I don't think I ever will. Yeah. I mean, it's getting like amazing reviews, and I think it's more of a personal taste than anything for me. Which is you weird because usually I like slow, character driven stuff. Yeah, right. But it it was kind of like I don't know. It's not boring. Because I, w- I wouldn't call it boring, but yeah, it's interesting and and worth seeing. But yeah, I'm, I, I think I'll have to sit on it longer <laughs> before I really know what I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, that uh, was Mr. Turner. You know, I can uh, add to that conversation because I also watched a movie about uh, painters. Oh, mm-hmm. what did you watch? I watched the documentary Tim's Vermeer. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. How was I've that? Seen that? You saw that. Yeah. yeah. Boy, is that good. It's yeah. so good. That's really good and really interesting. Yeah. Um, For a movie about a guy painting something, it's like a thriller. It's it like, is. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, and I had no idea it was uh, for, uh, a Penn and Teller film. Yeah. Um, Both of them? Well, it's directed by uh, Teller. Teller, and right. Gillette is like in it. Yeah, right. he kind of helps. Because the, 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 the central uh, character is their friend, Tim. Yeah. Who's uh, a genius. Uh, just what an interesting man. Definitely. Like, just bizarre life. He's, the, he's he, I guess his first big thing was he was the video toaster guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just, like, all these different technological achievements. And he's like, well, like, well I, get, he, I guess because he's so smart, he gets bored and yeah. <laughs> tries to go figure something new out. And then uh, he wants to paint a Vermeer because he figures, he thinks he's figured out how Vermeer yeah. did his work, which doesn't make any sense. Right. Because when you x-ray Vermeer's paintings, it's like there are no sketches underneath and yeah. this is so lifelike like it's really bananas and he thinks he figures out the process and him not being artistic in any kind of way goes about paint re, uh, recreating one of Vermeer's most famous yeah. paintings it's what a great movie it's really good what a great movie yeah it's just uh it's so entertaining like you yeah. wouldn't think that a mo- like even describing it like it sounds intriguing but mm-hmm. you wouldn't understand until you watch it how like just watching like time lapses of him working on a painting you're like oh fuck it's fucking working i think or whatever you <laughs> yeah. know like you have that sense of like oh shit like this is really happening yeah yeah, yeah. it's nuts you know and and the, the stress on like because it takes a long fucking time yeah it's not like hey. <laughs> but it's yeah i really recommend it it's on a, a great many netflix regions so uh, uh seek it out what a what a treat of a movie. Yeah. I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch anything, Casey? Uh, I actually, I can only think of one thing that I watched. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, I showed uh, Myos uh, Christmas Vacation. Ah, ah very good. I've, I've been waiting until closer to Christmas for yeah. my rewatch. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, uh, it was time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and you hate uh, it now. Fucking newsflash, that movie's still hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there, it, it, uh, although, uh, upon this watch, because, like, I mean, I'm always watching with a certain amount of nostalgia in yeah. mind. But uh, upon this watch, uh, I, I, I noticed how um, it's just not a very good movie. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not, it's just, hey, let's so funny, film though. some funny things in <laughs> yeah. this house with these people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you watch something like that, like you're introducing somebody to, do you get that weird, like, I don't know, I get this, like, out of body feeling where I'm like, oh, fuck, if this sucks. Like, yeah, though yeah. I love oh, it. You I know don't, what I mean? I, oh, for sure. I don't necessarily like doing it. Yeah. But uh, I'm really interested in. Uh, uh, like because these are the movies like I, I showed uh, like it's basically this viewing series yeah. where I'm showing uh, uh, Myos all these movies that were you know my childhood or whatever. Yeah. Um, but her like her frame of reference is in no way you know North well not in no way North American but is far less North American. Right. So there so like I, I'm I'm super interested in in her take on them as just movies completely out yeah. of the zeitgeist. Right. Um. And, uh, uh, yeah, so, like, there is that, there is a bit of that, like, oh, God, what if, what if she hates it? Will that color the way I think of this movie or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but no, she, she really liked it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but again, at, at the end of the day, it's not a great movie. No, it's no, just... but it's a really funny one. Yeah. yeah like, exactly. all the different, like, scene things that are going on are all work. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it made me think of, it made me think of, of John Hughes as a writer and um and and how really uh, most of his movies are just stuff that happens yeah mm-hmm. you know? i think that probably comes from the fact that he started as a writer for a lampoon right yeah and like right. vacation 58 or whatever this you know like it feels like a lot of his stuff just comes from that kind of like i'm gonna paint a sketch of funny things you know like mem- almost like yeah, his right. movies are like all famous memories cracking like, a, a script out in a weekend yeah you know? like, right here you go yeah. right <laughs> which is totally mind-blowing yeah yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, like like if you think about like, there's not a lot of classic structure in in things like The Breakfast Club or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but it's never like oh, this thing is lagging at any point. Or no, anything. no. Just, well, he, knows, uh, he knew really how to nail to into me. the heart of whatever he was going to write about. No, yeah, and it, no matter how the <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <it's> a... <laughs> cat doing some stuff here oh frank <laughs> yeah he's being adorable uh, we need a sound effect for yeah. frank uh interruptions like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's frank yeah uh <laughs> what's going on buddy i don't know frank got anyway uh, he whatever is the, the center of attention <laughs> and could not be happier yeah uh yeah uh, no matter how uh disjointed some of uh yeah his movies may be as far as their storytelling whatever the the central theme is, or the heart of the movie, is always there. Yeah, and it's present in almost all the scenes. Yeah, so that's yeah. the uniqueness of him. Yeah, it's just it's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also else? also don't throw me down. <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> I don't know. Is the house Marco? on fire? Clock. <laughs> so many lines. Oh, yeah, my oh, God. God. yeah, yeah so you. many lines. Yeah. Yeah. just amazing. <laughs> what is happening, cat? Oh, Holy the cat shit. is not. Leave my cord yeah. alone. 
Yeah. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of showing uh, movies to each other, I'll segue and we'll go back around to Greg. Yeah, okay. Um, Emma showed me... Which one's Greg? Oh, <laughs> the cat, I think. What, uh, cat is, <laughs> the what cat is, is going on? The cat is swiping at air now. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Emma showed me a movie. She was like, oh, have you seen this? And I said, no. And she's like, oh, you should check it out. So we watched The Ides of March. Um, the George Clooney film with uh, oh, with the, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Oh. Um, so I remember when trailers for this came out, and I remember thinking it looked pretty good, but just never getting around to it. Mm. Got like good reviews, but not like yeah. best of the year reviews. Um, and so I didn't really know anything going into it except for like, oh yeah, it's that Ryan Gosling and George Clooney movie. I actually didn't even realize that it was his direction and partly his script. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just watched it kind of like it was a Sunday afternoon movie, yeah. and and boy did it work for me in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's just good. really what's, really good. What's it about? So basically, George Clooney is running for president, and Ryan Gosling is kind of like one of his higher up men that kind of it manages his campaign. Right. Um. And George Clooney is kind of this like really like dream candidate, you know, who says all the things everyone wants. Like when you're watching, you're like, this guy like. The, to the almost to the point of detriment in the script, where he's like, "Yeah, he's just coming down on all the things a liberal would like, like right. pro-choice and all this stuff." And you're like, "Wow, what a like <laughs> perfect guy!" Apparently, because right. he's Clooney. Um, yeah. But then, kind of, um, so he sort of becomes headhunted by the uh, the opposition at a certain point in the film, and he meets with Paul Giamatti, and then like all this kind of political intrigue comes from whether he's going to switch or not and all and a whole lot of other stuff right but uh fucking stacked cast yeah like philip seymour hoffman yeah fucking uh marissa tomei tons and tons of people in this movie which like every scene was like oh fuck this is like the biggest cast of that year yeah yeah, for sure um and it's not like the great like you're not going to leave being like wow one of my all-time faves but fucking boy does that movie just work for what it wants to be it's it's entertaining mm-hmm. it's th- it's thrilling for a political thriller or you're for a movie that's just about people talking about politics the whole time for the yeah. most part yeah till the end it boys a crack along it's just a really good like watch like yeah. i just really really enjoyed it yeah i saw it and it was funny actually uh athena was just asking me about what i thought of it like three days yeah. ago uh and uh what i said was uh i thought it was a good movie but i was like not particularly engaged by it i can while see I that was watching it um, You'd think that it would I, be better than it is with all the people involved. Yeah, but it, but it, yeah, I can see that. But well, but it was also way less boring than I thought it was going yeah. to be because I did like from the trailers. I was kind of like, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, a good cast, but looks like a you know. Yeah, I felt I felt like when like I barely remember it, and then and, yeah. and, and when I think back to the previews, I'm like, this has to be exceptionally good for me to see it yeah i would recommend it like watch it on and like, I feel a, like i should watch it again maybe, yeah you know uh, it's 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 not engaging in the sense that like you're like really it's not really engaging in the sense where you're sort of like emotionally invested until later in the movie but it is engaging in the sense that it's just like a bunch of amazing actors and actresses like saying great lines and right. great script you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it just works on and that, that, that level can hold me yeah that can definitely hold me no i enjoyed it yeah uh-huh. What did you watch? Well, I've been watching more Christmas movies. Oh, yeah? Got to get the Christmas stuff in there. I'm and, waiting uh, late. <laughs> huh? I'm waiting. I've been, I haven't been watching too much Christmas well, there's just, stuff. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> got about halfway through Gremlins before I had to go to work the other day. Uh, uh, just, I love it. Amazing. Great movie. Yeah. I think the best scene in the movie, though, is the mom. 
yeah. in the house. She fucking goes goes to goes town on those oh first four gremlins. Just yeah. fucks them, stabbing them with a butcher knife yeah. and yeah. shit. Just like not fucking around. There's no like, what am I gonna do here? She's like, yeah. gotta kill these things. <laughs> and then she and she fucking she, she hears another one in the living room. So she grabs a butcher knife and then th- thinks about it for a second and grabs a second one. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuck yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we all know Gremlins is fun and great. Uh, <laughs> great Christmas movie. Uh, but the one I, I re was a rewatch for me, but I had little to no memory of because I kind of in the time period when I was smoking the weed a lot. And then <laughs> I saw it. I watched it like late at night by myself. So I rewatched uh, Bad Santa. Okay. Oh, I didn't like that movie. Yeah, I was kind of like whatever about it when I saw it in 2003, but when I watched it this week, I was like, you know what? This is fucking hilarious. I liked oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, boy, it's great. I laughed my ass it's off. It's funny. It's really funny. I never got... When, that, when I was in college, that movie was hitting like peak like saturation of like college people being like yeah yeah because it's so like crude yeah so there was an element of kind of like all right guys like i know it's funny i agree it's funny but but it is really funny i felt like yeah like it is i i think at that time i I was super bored of uh like the fairly brothers and 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 this felt like oh this feels like um terry's rigoff doing the Fairly mm. Brothers to me, and, yeah. and I didn't. And then yeah. it just gets weirdly dark, and I'm like, Ugh, "This it seems starts kinda... pretty dark." Uh, <laughs> and I find, like it's pitch black comedy, yeah. Uh, and but it has so, just great performance. Tony Cox is really good in it. Uh, like John that. Ritter does a lot with yes. very little, yeah. yeah. And uh, Bernie Mac's good, and uh, Billy Bob is pretty much perfectly yeah. cast. Uh, and it just it keeps riding along, where it's like I feel like now is when it's going to turn into just sort of crass and he's going to learn about something it just kind of shifts a little bit in the right directions where it really it's like you know this is a pretty fucking good movie yeah i i but i was down on it too because i think i was not interested in that kind of movie at that time because yeah. of other things in 2003 i feel like billy bob yeah. was playing that <clears throat> but watching it with too. someone made it more fun too because i watched this by myself like stoned at like four in the morning yeah <laughs> right. you know like with a pizza or something <laughs> this pizza is wor- holding my attention some terrible bar ship <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> hey pizza what do you think of this movie? yeah yeah i know he swears a lot really good Eat me <laughs> Um, but yeah, I fuck, I thought it was pretty great. Uh, it's not the best movie in the world, but the the stuff that lands lands well. Yeah, yeah. I think like if you watch the first, you know, three minutes, his his uh, his narrative monologue at the beginning should probably let you know if you're up for the tone <laughs> for it. It's fucking. I don't. I was in yeah. stitches off the top. I was like, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, or maybe I'm just back on the Billy Bob train because of the Fargo show. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get back on that train as a Canadian, <laughs> uh, as a lump of mashed potatoes yeah. with no gravy. Well, I you think know, I'm still he wanted to say something it. mean to Gian Gameshi, so he did. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> in that context, yeah, in hindsight, sure, he's yeah. a hero. Now. Well, but, no, it just listen. I fuck, I don't want to get into a Gian thing, but. I thought when that thing happened, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Billy Bob's probably a dick, but this guy's totally trying to goad him into being a dick. Like, it was manipulative, shitty journalism, and I didn't like him from the beginning. And I rewatched that clip, too, and it's like, yeah, Billy Bob says some shitty things, but it's right at Gian Gameshi. It's just like, this is why your show's a little tiny fucking thing, and we're doing you a fucking favor. You can say mean things. Yeah, it sucks when people say shitty things about Canada, but whatever. Sometimes our hosts are the worst. Oh, not I'll sometimes. leave it there. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give you that. But yeah. I, I, and I, I, generally, I've heard him in, in in interviews, and I don't like how self important he is. No, no, uh, he's a crazy, crazy kind of horrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, I but, think you know, I just got burned. He's out. a very good actor. He's yeah. a, well, he's an actor. Yeah, and I feel like the worst. <laughs> I feel like around that time though, he really rode like post Bad Santa rode that shtick like. Billy Bob's being gross in this movie, like yeah, and then he kind of, of that. and then he went to do the Mr. bad Woodcock, and yeah, and bad news bears, and I, I actually, stuff yeah. that wasn't good. And yeah. the bad news bears remake, the Linklater remake, I remember actually thinking it wasn't that bad at the I time. I didn't see it. I thought like, oh boy, like this is they've bitten off more they can chew with this because of how like crazy, like you know. It, uh, you won't be able to do what they did in the first one now because it's yeah. so vulgar. Yeah. But that they did as much as I was like, actually, props to you for for doing that in a PG thirteen and going as far as they did in that one. Yeah. Right. I remember thinking like it was fine for what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of the original. Oh my god, it's amazing. He was never. It was ne- that was never a part of my childhood. Uh, yeah, the, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, pretty great. Pretty good. Um, I have two other things I want to get super super quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on these. I saw the one I love with Mark Dupless and oh, Elizabeth yeah, Ross. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the Twilight Zoney movie about uh, this this couple, this married couple who go up to a uh, a sort of retreat and weird things start happening. Um, and and it's one of those movies that you can't talk about because you know, I mean, the twist of it happens pretty much right away, and you know it kind of as soon as they turn the movie on. But I still think you should go in cold. Don't expect it to be as weird as people are saying. Like it's. Twilight, like everyone says Twilight Zone, but it's kind of like a high concept, low sort of stakes execution. It's basically just two people reacting to this kind of crazy thing happening. Uh, I really liked it, yeah. and it's on uh, it's on some of the Netflixes. I think yeah. I think people should check it out because it is a fun movie. It's a good script. There's a it kind of drags a little bit before the end, but it is like a it was I I was really uh, pleased with it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I remember when it was when it was first coming out, and and I was like, oh, I don't really know what this about or anything. Yeah, but I was like, Mark Duplass and um, and Elizabeth Ma- Moss together. I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And yeah. if you go and if you go watch the trailer on YouTube, uh, it's actually a really good trailer because it doesn't give too much away, but it mm-hmm. gives enough away about what kind of movie it is to make you want to watch it. Right. Yeah. Cool. So highly check that out. Um, yeah. cool. And then I messaged you guys about this. I quick shout out because everybody's talking about it on a million other podcasts. I watched the UK show Black Mirror, oh, Charlie right. Brooker's uh, yeah. show from back in, it's about, I think it's 2011 or 12. Apparently it was really hard to get for a while. You had to like import it on DVD, but a hmm. lot of people are talking about it now because it's on Netflix. Yeah. And I'm talking about it now really fast because I'm on caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the first episode is about the like prime minister is shown this YouTube video that has been uploaded and it's the it's like the royal princess um, who's been abducted and she gives him a list of things that he has to do on television and kind of how he has to do it so that it's not faked and basically this is in the first scene so it's not a spoiler this just sets up the episode basically she says you have to go on live television this afternoon uh, with one camera like no cuts this kind of like definition camera blah 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 blah. this kind of lighting setup and you have to fuck a pig <laughs> and then the whole, the rest of the episode is just like this is this is if this doesn't happen at like four o'clock today like they're gonna kill her right so and then it just goes from there oh boy and uh it's 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 not a, I, I was expecting to be like blown away the way people are talking about it but like boy is it a good hour until it's like yeah that's mm-hmm. a good episode yeah. and it plays with techno the whole show is about technology so it's a lot about kind of like 
you know, is like Twitter and is plays a part in YouTube and kind of how people are doing their journalism and, you know, what we like to watch on TV as a society and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like it touches on all that stuff, but it's it's a good episode. And I'm <laughs> I'd, looking I'd, forward to watch <laughs> the rest. I'd, I'd like it if... Um the whole list, because there's a whole list of things he yeah. has to do. You're saying, I'd like it if, if the list was just the variety of animals he has to fuck. <laughs> and then you have to. Then you got to fuck sheep, then a cat, <laughs> then a turtle. Oh, yeah. How many days do I have to do this? <laughs> but it is like it's darkly comic, but it's also yeah. like pretty. You're like, oh shit, like this is going to have to happen if they don't figure something out. Yeah, <laughs> All right. yeah definitely check it out. Yeah, uh, that's that sounds great. What I want, I, we've forgotten about something before yeah. we get out of this the tidbit committee. There was all the Sony hacks and all the mm-hmm. stuff. And there's been a lot of movie news and comic booky stuff going on for the last while. And yeah. the thing that happened that was the best was that fucking Mad Max trailer. Oh, my God. Oh, we totally yeah. forgot to talk about that. Whoa. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like when I posted it to you guys and then in all caps was yeah. just like that's how you do a fucking trailer yeah. man best trailer in a long time well like, just cause like you know Jurassic World and then Star Wars and everyone's yeah, kind of yeah. like let's talk about trailers a lot and then yeah. all of a sudden Mad Max is just like uh here you here's go here's the end of the conversation <laughs> this is the trailer cause that holy shit Damn. the first thing I did after cause I watched it like twice at work and then I went home and the first thing I did was like Chromecast it to my TV and just like turn up the <laughs> yeah talking to uh, a friend, friend of the show Gavin Fox mm-hmm. uh, if if he'd seen it yet because I knew he's a big yeah. fan as well and he's like I've already downloaded the music yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to it while I jump off of cars <laughs> um, but boy oh boy is that an exciting trailer yeah. like I don't I don't know uh, somebody posted on our uh, I guess when we posted the trailer we, uh, was um, it Jesse is his name I think I think one so. of our listeners. I'm trying to bring our little Facebooky up here. Yeah. Um, just about, you know, the, the reboot and wh- it's not really a reboot because it is George Miller and it yeah. is just sort of continuing the story. And I think that the gist of his comment was kind of like, I'm not really into this because it's, it's not the original actor. I right. want like Mad Max to be Mad Max yeah. and, and so on and so forth. And I shot a quick reply just like, well, it's George Miller and like it looks amazing. It does look amazing. <laughs> uh, Jesse Moak. Yeah. Um, and I get that because I'm I'm usually I'm usually that way. Yeah, I'm really staunch about don't remake shit I love and stay the fuck away from the classics. Don't fuck around with them, you know. But I I'm just since it was Tom Hardy was cast as Mad Max, I was kind of like. I'm okay with this because yeah. I don't want to see Mel Gibson do it now. No. no. And I always wanted one more good Mad Max movie. Yeah. Only if George Miller was going to do it. Yeah. Like Beyond Thunderdome is. It's pretty good. It's fine. Yeah. But it's like not great. And the second half is kind of like, oh, <laughs> all the future talk. And, yeah. you know, come on, man. And yeah, he's been trying to do this like it was going to be a CGI movie at one point. And then it was yeah. going to be this. And he's been working on like For, the idea forever. Yeah, forever. But I like Tom Hardy. I think yeah, he's a nice to, fit. To be fair, Max he's and, got one of the best actors of the day. Yeah. The like fucking, that's the thing is he didn't go get, you know, just like, like I don't know. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or just some piece of shit guy yeah. who just whatever. You What's know, his name from Terminator right 9 in his ISIS? It, Sam Worthington <laughs> or Jai Courtney ISIS. or something. Thing, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, not one of these fucking idiots. Yeah. They got a, like a real actor, and I think, and uh, you know, he's going to bring something to it. So, I, Jesse Moak, I get what you're saying, and I'm usually completely in your camp, but I'm just fucking stupid. Yeah, for but this. you're fucking wrong. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking wrong, Jesse. Stop list, Jesse. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesse, you're okay in my books. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always that way, but this one I know this you just mean, got yeah. some kind of magic I can't deny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, am I no, excited. The, well, that trailer. Holy moly, that My trailer. friend Alex said, uh, Alex Kinnicked, uh he said like, oh... This looks like uh, like so many people died making this. He was like, "This looks <laughs> like it looks so like this trailer just looks so dangerous. Like people almost <laughs> died making this." And I was like, "Holy shit! Like that's exactly what it looks like because yeah. fucking cars are flipping." All I mean, there's the some place. shots with CGI people, but there's other shots where you're like, "They're just fucking driving cars, man, with people <laughs> hanging off them." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh fucking, well, that's oh, his thing, man. It looks so oh good. boy, that whole that that chase scene at the end of Road Warrior, yeah. and that's. That's the best head-on collision ever in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! Well, oh, my yeah. God, so good. Yeah, really um, excited. Yeah, can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. So, uh, so good. I don't know if we should talk about this because it is kind of an in-depth uh, uh, conversation. I think, but uh, but the Golden Globes nominations are out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I didn't really look at. And them I forgot because I'm just like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, as a precursor to the Oscars, which you know, uh, my mm. official stance on that is also I don't care that much. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was, but yeah, it's it's interesting. What was something that surprised you? Because I don't even think I've even really gave it a, a, a good look. I usually do. Well, once I saw that Foxcatcher is up is for Best Picture, up for I was s- like, come on, man. Yeah, for a couple come of on. different things. Jesus. Mark Ruffalo is nominated, right? Uh, Yeah, I think okay. Ruffers well, is in that's there. Good. Steve, <laughs> Ruffers. <laughs> Ruffers. Steve Carell is nominated, which is yeah. good because yeah, yeah. he was great. He was good. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. The theory of everything. I haven't seen that, and yeah. and I guess I have to now. Yeah. Uh. Boyhood. Well, I feel like uh. I feel like the Globes are less and like like a couple years ago, you could say like if something won at the Globes, it's probably going to win at the. Well, but the last yeah, few years, I feel like really there's been, been more. Yeah, and they've more been about, trying to avoid the uh, spoiler. Yeah. Of that, I guess, and picking other Which things. Is f- funny. Considering it's all votes and stuff like that, like, <laughs> or you know, theoretically, yeah, or it's right. supposed to all be votes, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, I think um, when we come back after the break, we should do a uh, more detailed like year-end breakdown, obviously. Um, but yeah. I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes list and just like, there's still a bunch I need to watch. And oh, yeah. Some that I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot I loved that this year. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It yeah. was a you know very good year. I feel. Yeah. But although this Christmas season, this like this is usually the awards push. Has been like, yeah, we've been doing Winner's Choice a lot. Just because it's coming out, it's been been fuck all. Yeah, Yeah. like Whiplash was the last, like you know, bam, fucking uh, release. I feel like, and it's just been nothing since then. Totally, you know, I don't know. We'll We'll see. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. Um, anything else? Should we close up the tidbits? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's close up the tidbits, (laughs) and we're gonna get into film roulette. But first, if you want to help the show out, you can go to modernsuperior.com/slash/donate. There's a there's an Amazon link there. If you'd like to go buy something on Amazon after clicking that link, you will be doing nothing. uh, It will cost you nothing, but you will be doing a lot for us Mm -hmm. uh, if you check that out. So modernsuperior.com/slash/donate if you'd like to do that. Uh, But now. We'll get to Film Roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was winner's choice, so Greg and I will be talking about what we chose 
to go see, but one, the the one that rolls low has to watch something shitty or something that we've themed to go with our movies. Since it was winner's choice, we picked a Christmas movie. Uh, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever is what Casey stayed at home and watched. And then we'll talk about an album that Greg <laughs> gave us because if you lose, you get to make us all listen to an album. Mm-hmm. And then we'll roll for movies for next week. Yep. And that's how we play winner's choice. Greg and I. That's how I've been playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we could have went and saw anything that we wanted to see. Uh, I went and saw a screener that I was lucky enough to go see. What, oh, what right. did you see? Well, I like, yeah, let's do mine first because okay. I, I think it's been mentioned on the show before. I've just been re- you know trying to get around to it eventually, yeah. and I finally did. Okay. I'm a little. This isn't the most new release. It came out in September. Ugh. Uh, I saw the Babadook. <laughs> okay. Oh, what'd you think? Yeah. I thought. Uh, I thought pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really down with it for like a long time. And then it's like a lot of horror movies today. It's like the all of the tension just falls really? out at a point. And I was just kind of like, okay, let's wrap it up and see how you're going to tell me this is over. Oh, that's out. Good enough. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I didn't love it. It'll I, be on I my really top. I really yeah. liked it like right like 80%. And then I was kind of like. Yeah, the ending. I just didn't care for the yeah. ending. I, I think you, you sort of had to, to make a choice with yeah, the ending yeah. because the ending could be either really like... Well, I, I thought it was kind of hitting the nail on its obvious head kind of thing. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just... <laughs> but I, also, I mean, how how else do you resolve I don't know something it, that... That's what I want them to figure out. How else? <laughs> Give me something because it seemed kind of like... No, but I, I don't know, without getting too specific, which obviously we don't want to do. Yeah. I mean... It's been How do you resolve while, something that's unresolvable? Yeah, it's uh, they they went for the Freddy Krueger almost. You know, <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe in you. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> case closed. Yeah, come on, man. But was the case closed though? Was it's it pretty and, like not? But what was the? Where did the? There was a lot of. I mean, I get that there, this is a, a heavy metaphor. Yeah, like this for, for the for the listener. Like from my perspective, anyway, I loved this movie because. Even though it does kind of feel like a, a contemporary like horror film in, the, mm. in its aesthetics, I felt like this is a movie that calls back more to something like Repulsion or like yeah. you know that kind of For sure. sort of psychological. Yeah. Is this person kind of is this person mentally disturbed or yeah, not? It, it has a lot to do with mental illness. So and I don't grief know how a lot of you know there's. Yeah, it's great. Like I was so in, and I knew it was mirroring that yeah, stuff, yeah. and I'm like right on. But I just felt like I didn't really get somewhere at the end or the way they got to the ending didn't really okay satisfy me yeah just like a little left a little cold by it but i mean (laughs) it looked great yeah performances are great i it was i was uneasy the entire time yeah when she picks up the book for the second time when she throws out the book and then she gets it back and she looks through it again and it's got all of the like you know like all the extra (laughs) stuff in it yeah yeah. that is fucking unsettled yeah oh yeah like, oh it's and like oh god it's all gonna happen well yeah. <laughs> when she's in the room alone at night oh, and man. and the, the babadook is starting to become something yeah. that's a bit more realistic phys- yeah. real physically yeah and i was watching it i've said it on the on the podcast before but i watched this movie alone in the mm. middle of the night with the lights <laughs> off and i had had a few beers yeah. <laughs> and there's some sound and i had it cranked up so there's like you know on a surround sound so there's like some some sound design stuff yeah. in that where you know it's very subtly oh, Oh, yeah, which isn't an inventive thing to do, like oh, a creepy sound low on the mix or whatever. Right. But it, it fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, sure. it it does it. I mean, yeah, like, that's a fucking tool that works. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, like I guess if I had a a, um, a problem with it, it's that it doesn't really 
like it, it ends. It just doesn't get to the ending. Yeah, that that is an extremely obtuse thing to say. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it just sort of like all of this stuff happens, and then there's the end result kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like there's not like a defining moment where where it switches. No, yeah. I, I can yeah. see that. And things were just. But I mean, but in a situation a like that, there isn't that defining. No, moment, no, right? but I, I don't know. Listen, the movie's really good, and I think people should see it. Yeah, I just I I can't. Ignore these things that bothered me with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, no one's and asking you to. To an extent, like I feel like I probably will never watch this movie again. Okay. Because I don't think I could go for the ride again. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be... Especially knowing that there's the specific things about it you don't like or whatever. Right. Yeah. And knowing kind of what it all is about, like it, 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 it will suck the mystery out of it like some things you know some horror movies you can really kind of get back into it yeah oh this scene is the worst you Mm -hmm. know i agree Uh, i feel like it i feel like it probably will be destined to be one of those movies where the times that you rewatch it won't be like i'm gonna sit down it'll be like oh you haven't seen the bad yeah i'd like to experience you i'll watch you watch it yeah i feel like like i'll watch it one more time uh at some point just to catch if there's little things like because you know how how everything in the movie like oh well this Mm -hmm. is his you know clothing or whatever yeah like, right right well, they, they, yeah, little... they, they set that up pretty early yeah so uh like if, if there's any other little things like that maybe yeah, maybe, maybe i'll i'll, yeah. I'll hey, look, look through it, that but yeah i feel like it's a movie i'm like no i did it yeah yeah and you should def- it should be seen for sure particularly for a horror fan it's it's uh, it's above the cut it's a yeah. you know solid solid picture it looks amazing yes beautiful direction for sure, uh, and also the woman's performance is fucking yeah, phenomenal. outstanding, outstanding, and that kid is crazy, He's so fucking good. Holy yeah. shit, that kid is bonkers. Yeah, and I he was just, he was just such a kid, which was yeah. great. Yeah, like, like his manic edges were really kind of terrifying. Yeah. So that was kind of neat that. He was able yeah, to tap could, in and go there, or maybe he's that crazy. But whenever he was happy, his weird dancing he kept on doing was like, the fucking most adorable. Yeah, the most adorable. Like, <laughs> wow, I'm really just like, this kid is like really, uh, if I could get sucked into watching it again, I think part of it would be just watching so this like, kid <laughs> be a fucking weird kid. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I feel like in a lot of ways, I was that kid. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really glad I saw it, and again, it's really good. I'm just yeah. being, of course, if I'm gonna bother to tell you what I think about exactly. it, exactly. You know, these are the problems. Yeah, but maybe you won't. <laughs> which, ha- which, as we have a podcast, yeah. So I should probably tell <laughs> you, you should what I thought. Bother to tell us, what you <laughs> but I don't want to sound like I feel like I've sounded more negative than no, I should. no, no. Because I don't like. I think nobody it has been built up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, both yeah, Dan yeah. and I fucking love the tits. And that's thing. another thing about these festival movies is like, you know, it plays after dark. It goes, you know, big online with people reviewing it, and then you know, you have your friends telling you about it when they saw it, and then that one of the friends sees it, and then they love it, and then it's just like it, it's such a building thing. Yeah. And and also with the Babadook, E1 Entertainment have the uh, the distrib- distribution rights for it, and they're not releasing it in Canada. It's like, in my opinion, one of the better movies this year, yeah. um, and they are basically just not releasing it. What? They're mm. it's not playing in Toronto. They're I think they're probably just going to dump it on DVD because like it doesn't have a star. And and uh, Andrew Parker of Dork Shelf has been tweeting about it. And it's just like, yeah, like you guys got this movie. It's been getting fucking. Ex- it's it's one of the top on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like ninety something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. So like. I don't understand like why you don't. Metacritic? Yeah. yeah. Why not release it now in Toronto? <laughs> People want to yeah. see it. Yeah, there's so much word of mouth yeah. on, this, on, on this tiny little film. Yeah, but, sure. but it, like, yeah, it's hard when these movies, you know, go so long without playing in theaters and then you finally see them. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. Um, 
I think. But are you? Would you? You're putting it on your top five, or uh, it would be 10? in my top ten? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think it's in my top ten. Um, I I want you guys to check out. You said you did. You watch some of Housebound? Somebody I know watched some of it. Yeah, um, Housebound, the uh, the Aussie flick that I was mentioning in a oh, couple yeah, episodes that's ago. that's one that I'm. It's out there to see. So yeah. if if you like horror movies, you should see that. I would. It's a good one. To, I would like to talk about it in in uh, the frame of having just seen the Babadook. They're totally different films, but yeah. two movies that I would say would be up there for me this year that are horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, winners. I'm very, uh, I'm very uh, curious about Jennifer Kent as a filmmaker. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I was also I, super I, confused when I opened her IMDb because it says known for the Babadook and Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> like, I don't think she made that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she was in it. Yeah. See. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I could see. I want to see. You know. This is debut too, right? Like a director, so it's and yeah, it's it is. so it's so nicely shot. She wrote it too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely. she's a very interesting person. To One watch. to watch, yeah. definitely. Yeah. She's got a couple things coming up too. It looks like. Um, speaking of ones to watch, I heard of this uh, guy who's he? PT Anderson. Uh, I don't know, he's what has got he something, done? Has he done something good? Oh, Paul Paul Anderson. Yeah. Oh, the Resident oh, Evil guy. Paul, yeah. Uh, yeah. Death Race. Parent One Teacher to- Association. <laughs> <Anderson>. <laughs> Associations Anderson, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the parent teacher Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I met him that night. He seems kind of a dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My kids aren't a big fan of him. No. Um, yeah. Speaking of winner's choice, I saw a screening of Inherent Vice. Uh-huh. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's new film starring Joaquin Phoenix, Josh Brolin, Owen Wilson, uh, tons of people. So many. I can't even fucking. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Uh, Eric Roberts is in this thing. Maya Ru- Rudolph, uh, tons and tons of people. Mm-hmm. Nepotism. Uh, Joanna Newsom also. She's in it. Yeah. Oh boy. And does a bunch of the voiceover. Um, but yeah. Uh, so this film is about the the 1970s drug fueled Los Angeles. Uh, a detective named Larry Doc Sportello investigates the disappearance of a former girlfriend. Uh, highly anticipated. The trailer uh, made waves on the internet when it when it got released. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got to see this thing's long too. Speaking mm-hmm. of Mr. Turner earlier, um, and and I'll play my my hand right away. I don't want to talk too much about this just because it, it it is something that's major that's coming out soon. I won't spoil too much. Um, but much like Mr. Turner, when I left this film, I was kind of like. Oh man, do I not know how I feel about this as a whole? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, um, I was worried about that with the look of it. It's it's not bad. Yeah. It, this is not like a misfire at it by any means. But I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect when I was halfway through. There's so much going on. It's dense. There are. It's not messy in a negative way, but it's very full it of fe- things. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it feels just from the trailer. It's stuffed it with feels stuff. like uh, like a book. Yeah, and it. Yeah, so totally. it's like a noir movie. Obviously, is what they're they're selling noir comedy. Um, it's it's not as kind of crazy as you expect from people saying like, oh, he was watching a lot of like uh, Zucker Brothers. There, that's in there, but it's not like in its dna throughout yeah, right. it's a stoner comedy it is a full-on stoner movie uh the doc smokes 
in almost every scene he's lighting up joints. Yeah. And uh, Emma, I think, put it best when we walked into the movie and she was like, that made me feel stoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what obviously what this movie's going for. There are scenes that go on for a long time and halfway through them, like monologue scenes where like one character just goes for it for like five or six minutes. And like halfway through, I'm like, okay, what are they talking about again? <laughs> you know, and obviously yeah. I think this is intentional yeah. in, in the way that the movie is working. Mm-hmm. I really am going to have to see this again to be able to say like loved it or hated it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I hated it. I had a good time watching it. There's a lot of laughs. A lot of people show up where you're like, fucking A, man, that was amazing, Martin Short. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that was my that was my biggest thing is like, what is he going to be yeah. like in a Paul Thomas <laughs> And I won't yeah, spoil it. it it's, it's silly and goofy. Uh, it. I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit, but I don't know how much. Yeah. And I feel like I'm gonna have to check it out. Like more. The the the. Uh, I need to. Uh, I wrote down somebody's name because they wrote the best review that I ever saw of this. Um. Uh. So Matt Singer wrote a review on the website Letterbox. This is the best thing you'll that I think anyone has ever said about this movie. It's one sentence. It doesn't spoil anything. He his review of this film was. Every ticket to Inherent Vice should come with the choice of a joint or a second ticket to Inherent Vice. You will need one or the other. <laughs> and I think that's so perfect. It's like so many people are going to be sitting in college rooms smoking to this movie and being like, oh, man, best ever. Right, and yeah. so many people, myself included, are going to leave this movie being like, I need more time with this because I, <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I don't sure. know if this will not be on my end of the year list or mm-hmm. if it will creep to the bottom. I don't think it's going to shoot to the top, yeah. but it, it could be in the lower top ten. But it is like, oh man, there's a lot of a lot of work for me to be doing right. uh, yeah. after watching this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not to compare it to another weed smoking movie, but uh, I mean, it's it sounds The Big Lebowski was very much that way. And when I it thought first about came that. Out, Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, eh, uh, uh, uh. And the and Big Lebowski got high. Oh, when I saw that, I didn't like Big Lebowski when I saw it. Yeah. And it took me a I long time it. to come around it. on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I and there are things, I think there are parallels, because it is kind of that kind of ambling, right. shamble along from scene to scene with yeah. crazy characters, and you are kind of like, does this even add up to anything? Like, is it going to be resolved? Are these characters even fucking play into this or not <laughs> right. and if they do why un- do I not understand and Joanna Newsom is the narrator right. who's kind of in the movie and you're not sure if she's real or not but she kind of flows through the movie and I actually really liked her character quite a bit mm-hmm. um, and she helps out a little I was is like okay is this her first time acting I is think she? so yeah but yeah, she, she helped me out, I feel like, yeah. in the movie, because she pops up every once in a while to be like, here's what's going on if you're fucking stoned or just aren't following this. Like, <laughs> um, uh, is she is she a character in the yes. book as well? Uh, I don't know. I never read the book. Oh. Yeah. But it's... You gotta see it. <laughs> Everyone, I think you gotta see it. I just need to throw in a little uh, thing from last week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of narration. That movie I watched, Christmas Spirit. Oh, yes. Yeah. The D- Dakota film. The first three or four, maybe five scenes, which are all of a reasonable length, don't have any narration. And then a narration starts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And also... That that is apparently a theme in uh, low tiered Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then yeah. More on that later. And, but then at the end of the movie, I forgot to mention this. And I, this is why I'm bringing it up because it was we thought it's called a Christmas puppy as well, and there is a dog shown every once in a while. <laughs> and then at the very end of the movie, you find out the narration was the dog. Oh my god! <laughs> what a twist! 
So does the dog just go? By the way, I'm the dog. <laughs> Wink at the no, camera. No, it finally refers to itself, like in its relation. The voice refers to its relationship to what's going on. Like I stole those things and hid them in my dog house, and I was like, "You what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh, oh that's so I was great. really confused who the narration was. And I'm like, I guess it's just some lady. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. It just at the and end of the- I didn't assume it was the dog because the dog, you know, I, they didn't like open its legs for me to know if it's a boy or a girl dog. Yeah. And its name is Chompy, which I don't necessarily feel like is the most feminine of dog names. So at no point I was I like, I bet this I don't think it's the, the most feminine of human names either. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I just would have loved mm. it if like it was just a random lady and the final shot of the movie was like a pan over to a window of like a crazy person <laughs> just, outside. Just looking, in. Great looking in like that's what's been happening in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, telling the story to the other people in her yeah. head. I think I think that's the real it. Christmas puppy that's outside. <laughs> mm. um, I think that's a good segue. Speaking of Christmas movies and yes. narration, as you mentioned, yes. Casey watched. I the, can't wait to hear about this. Casey watched the Lifetime film Grumpy Cat's <laughs> Worst Christmas Ever, starring Grumpy Cat. Uh, oh boy! The, let me see here. See full summary. I got to get the full summary on this thing. Grumpy Cat is a lonely cat living in a mall pet shop. Because she never gets chosen by customers, she develops a sour outlook on life until one day during the holidays, a very special 12-year-old girl named Crystal enters the pet store and falls in love with her, realizing she is the only person who can hear this unique cat talk. Uh, It's a long synopsis. I'll leave it at that um, here on IMDb. But Casey, check this out. Yes. uh, Featuring... Russell Peters is also in this thing. Oh, Aubrey gross. Plaza yeah. is the voice of King Russell Grumpy Peters Cat. is in this yeah, movie. Rated G, and it's only eighty-five breezy minutes. <laughs> what did you? Which is fucking amazing. What did you, you guys? Because think? it it felt like inherent vice. <laughs> it felt so fucking long, and I don't know what the fuck I watched. Okay, uh, it's it's. Maybe just because, like, you know, we've been watching movies for, yeah. for so long and, and, and being so in-depth, like, watching movies and, and reviewing them, like, seeing something like this, when I was a kid, was probably just, this is what a movie is. Yeah. yeah seeing yeah, something yeah. like this now, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Whose idea was this? And how did it come to be? Like, I feel and like... who's it for? Uh, well... Like I, kids, I guess. Um, yeah. Like I feel like the owner of the grumpy cat, who's just some fucking guy, or or with like some fucking people who just own a weird looking cat, and then yeah. are just super good at marketing. Yeah. And fucking good on them for it. But I feel like they they were like fucking. We own a cat. I bet we could write a script. <laughs> like because it feels like this thing's not written by anybody. Like so it starts out. And it's um, uh, the dictionary definition of, of uh, grumpy uh, uh, on the screen, like in, so ty- you know. in type. And then yeah. and then it's like, uh, and you know, grumpy, blah, 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 the definition. And then, um, and then underneath, it's like, does anybody actually ever use typewriters anymore? Is written out on the screen. Does it go like, like on a typewriter? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, it, like the, the pretense being that, that mm, it's actually that being written out on a, a typewriter. And, yeah. and I'm like... I feel like somebody promised this thing is going to have 50 jokes in it. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh shit, I don't know 50 jokes. Uh, 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 type, 49. Typewriter. Yeah. That's joke one. Yeah. <laughs> like they're doing a volume business. And here. just to frame this conversation, I just saw on uh, IMDb that the director of this, Tim Hill, is announced to direct the upcoming remake of Short Circuit. 
Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, remake a short circuit. Yeah. No, you know what? I could I could see that because the way this movie is directed, it's it's directed very yeah. much like a like a polite banal yeah. comedy. He also yeah. directed Muppets from Space, Garfield Two, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Hop. Oh. Yeah, and he co-wrote oh. the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants film. No, oh. that's which I really love. crazy because I mean he's done the, like some of those are those high, are big, high profile, big, yeah, yeah. Things. big time. This this there was like the budget for this was forty seven dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and forty six of it went to Aubrey Plaza. Because <laughs> um, yeah, Aubrey Plaza is doing the voice of the cat, right? Because she's grumpy and the cat's grumpy. So yeah. basically, it just starts out with that that happens, and it's like a very grumpy Christmas. By the way, this movie was not written as a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's just like oh well, it's going to come out around Christmas, so we need to make a Christmassy. So, Put a hat on the cat. Yeah. So every once in a while, someone goes, "It's Christmas," <laughs> um, <laughs> and that takes care of that. So over the credits, we have Aubrey Plaza, like just shots of the cat. And now, does anyone know um, if this cat's okay? Because it, it has dwarfism. Okay. And so it just, the, yeah, the cat's fine. So the cat, can, it the just ca- has a permanent scowl due to its. Uh, I, I, I'm just. Does the cat not? Is the cat not able to move? <laughs> Does the cat not move? In the I don't room? know because the cat. I think the cat can move. Everybody like there's no like there are shots of a cat moving, but it's not that cat. Yeah, and and because uh, it's just clearly a normal looking cat or normal sized cat, and then they just and then whenever it's like actual grumpy cat, someone's carrying it around in a basket or yeah, like, they pick it. Everybody picks it up very gingerly. Like I'm like oh, that cat's in pain. I think <laughs> this is inhumane. As far as I know, he's okay. He's just like a. Or she? Is it a she? I oh, well, yeah. it's Aubrey Plaza. Right, right. Um, What's its name? Like, uh, uh, pork like, chops or? <laughs> I hope it's pork chops. <laughs> I always thought it was stupid. like uh, tartar sauce or something. Huh? Tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. See, well, oh, that's not as crazy. I know, pork chops doesn't sound nuts anymore, does yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> no. And actually, uh, I'm starting to think I'm either going to rename Frank or rename Dan. Yeah. So. <laughs> Her owner, Tabitha, says that her permanently grumpy-looking face is due to an underbite and feline dwarfism. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, the cat is fucking adorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cute. I get it. Um, so <laughs> Also, so- I know that this cat... Ha- I read this uh, earlier in the week. This cat is represented by a cat internet cat agent who like manages <laughs> other internet cats. Oh, God. That's a thing that is now... How do you get that job? Yeah. Yeah. Where do Why do have I have the job I have yeah. now? I'm going to be an internet cat agent. <laughs> Here it is, actually, on the Wikipedia. Ben oh Lashes is Grumpy Cat's manager who also represents Keyboard Cat and Nyan Cat. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> That's amazing. I wonder uh, how much money. Anyway, I want to see the week. email hacks from their conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this fucking cat's gonna be in this movie whether you like it or not. You shut <laughs> Grumpy Cat down. <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy Cat will only eat whiskers. What a fucking. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, Frank. We're not talking about you. I know no, we're saying right. cat a lot. So, so basically, this movie at its heart is uh, a movie about. Um, Two inept musicians trying to steal a $1.5 million dog. Okay. Uh, I saw the preview for this movie, and that doesn't... Uh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Frank's being hilarious right now. Um, okay, so 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 it starts out, and it's basically Aubrey Plaza just saying uh, vaguely grumpy slash vaguely cat things. So it's all very banal and everything, and then we open on a mall... 
and Aubrey Plaza is doing the whole voiceover, and she's like, "Oh, look, everybody! It's the mall, a bastion of consumerism for all <laughs> fucking corporate." Blah, blah, blah. Of course, and I'm Ugh. just like, I feel like they're just trying to capitalize on um, Aubrey Plaza's sort of character yeah. of like countercultural grumpiness or whatever. And they were yeah, probably yeah. just like, "You're in a mall. What would you say?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just like, oh, I don't know. Stuff about how malls stuff. are dumb. Yeah, I don't know. I watched Heather's last night. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so the cat lives in a pet store because people keep trying to adopt it, but it's too grumpy for them. Um, and then we uh, they introduce all the other talking characters, uh, all the other talking animals. There's oh, like there's a more talking animals. Snake, and there's a, mm-hmm. the, the, the store owner brings the dog in and is like, this dog's worth $1.5 million. <laughs> I don't know why uh, I just announced s- it. And I'm going to sell it, and that's going to make me a millionaire. The guy brings the dog in, and he's telling his buddy or whatever, he's like, yeah, this dog is worth $1.5 million. And the guy's like, shut the front door. You know, because that's a thing that you say yeah, instead yeah. of shut the fuck up. He's like, yeah. shut the front door. And then he goes, shut the back door. Like, what is that a euphemism for? Shut your butt. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm not going to butt fuck you. Yeah. Then just a lot of stuff happens where, like, there's these uh, these uh, two rock and roll musicians who need money for their demo or something. So they're like, we're going to steal that $1.5 million dog. <laughs> and then oh, we'll yeah. make a demo and we'll have $1.4 million. <laughs> you know, you know, it doesn't cost that much anymore. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could probably steal a regular dog. <laughs> it, doesn't, doesn't Steve Albini let you do it if you just let him play Angry Birds while you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he was going to do anyway. Um so, but but their idea is not to steal the one point five million dollar dog and then sell it for one point. They're going to steal the dog and then ransom it for a demo tape for I, I, an undisclosed recording. amount of money. Um. So then, yeah, just a bunch of kind of regular stuff happens. One of the guys reminded me of David Faustino, and I thought that oh, was pretty that's bad. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, all right, um, that was the funniest thing about David it. Uh, there's a lot of weird uh, sexual euphemisms. Classic a, kid stuff. Yeah. No. I, I feel well, like listen, it's, if you're going to make a movie about a talking cat, it better be sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, like, I feel like it's it's trying to do the thing where it's like, ooh, like, Disney movies, like, Pixar movies are, like, movies for kids, but they're great for adults, too. Let's do that kind of thing. But nobody on set had a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, well, except for, like, an eight-year-old who was just getting into dick and fart jokes. Uh, because, like, there, there's, like, this romance subplot uh, where uh, this woman is trying to get with this guy uh, or vice versa, and, he, and they're at a party at his house, and... and She's like, oh, you've got an electric fireplace. And he's like, yeah, this is my electric log. And she's like, mmm, nice log. <laughs> that is sexy. <laughs> like, uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I did get a boner, so okay, I guess it's sexy. Um, and, uh, oh, there's a girl who works at the at the pet store as well. And she factors in somehow because she doesn't know the spirit of Christmas or something. Uh-huh. There's also a security guard. Uh, so this like movie isn't about a kid that gets the cat and brings it home and then a bunch of Christmas stuff happens? Yeah, no, that's no. Totally what the trailer is. <laughs> um, like, does the whole movie happen with all these other animals? Well, like, there's all of these different elements. Like, there's a security guard that you think is a nice guy. And, but then he gets tied up by the two musician guys in a scene that's just the three of them. They tie him up. And then later on, you find out that. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He was in on it with them to steal the dog. And I'm like, well, then why was there a scene of them tying him up? Yeah. Like, plot holes, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm astonished. Yeah. What What the is, fuck is it about is Grumpy Cat, cat involved <laughs> in catching them? Well, the the Grumpy Cat just colors it with its yeah, dialogue. Yeah, it, it's just there to sort of like say dialogue. This thing is basically just like a series of really awkward... Uh, um, awkwardly worded lines like the band guys break in and they go to steal the dog and one of the guys says yeah man we're gonna get so much bang for this pooch <laughs> I'm like well it's worth it for that line alone <laughs> we're gonna get buku bang we're gonna get buku bang for this pooch what does that buku mean pooch, bang for yeah, this here's pooch. my question about that line is it are they playing on bang for your buck and then just replacing that word with pooch or are they trying to make a thinly veiled sexual thing and be like, man, we're going to f- like get bang. Like, we're, we're going to get so bang much bang. We're going to bang this pooch. <laughs> I assume. This, poo- this pooch has at least four or five bangs in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be worth $1.3 million when I'm done with it. Gross. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going to fuck the value down on this dog. Uh, um, anyway. So what does this movie have to do with the cat and the girl? The cat's Do they just, have a relationship? The cat and the girl are the ones trying to solve the mystery of who stole the dog. Okay. Um, and they're, uh, uh, so they, they do and, and, and all that. And then at the end, there's a, uh, child molestation joke. What? <laughs> Classic kid stuff. Yeah. That. The, the Wouldn't end. be Christmas without. No. Uh, yeah. Basically like the, 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 the kid runs afoul of the two band guys. Yeah. And then the, but then she's rescued and then her mom, uh, uh, is like, Oh my God, daughter! I'm gl- I'm so glad you're okay. Did those guys do anything to you? <laughs> oh. And the girl's like, "Ew, no, mom, ew." And then Grumpy Cat is like, "No, this isn't that kind of Lifetime movie." Oh, I'm like, uh. oh, way to make super sweet light of uh, <laughs> of a kid getting molested. Jesus. Yeah, and then and then oh, say oh, so this is where the Christmas part comes in. The very end, the kid comes down on Christmas morning and like is violently chucking fucking presents around looking for this one specific present and the mom's like oh what's wrong and she's like oh i didn't get what i wanted uh and she's like well what did you want well i wanted grumpy cat to come live with us and then the mom goes and gets a basket with grumpy uh cat's in it? yeah with a grumpy cat in it <laughs> and she's like oh i got a cat, cat. <laughs> uh oh, fun. I, i'm on the imdb i have two things i want to call out from this imdb uh mm-hmm. connections 
references Tetris. <laughs> Which yep. is great. That's great. At one point, someone did mention and Tetris. That's usually what I want out of a movie. <laughs> the featured uh, user review. I don't understand the ha- all the haters of this film. It was hawked at what it is, a cute family film with a big dose of grumpy cat that is suitable for kids and the holidays. Some of these folks hating on this film probably think Pacific Rim is brilliant. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh... This movie is in stark contrast to Pacific Rim. <laughs> They're two very different movies. So <laughs> I just love that. That's just like, yeah. That's just such an arbitrary Ugh, you thing You fucking to say. art house losers with your Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> you probably love Transformers. Oh my God. Okay, I get it. That was the most art house movie he could think of was Pacific Rim. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pronounce the director's name. Yeah. It's an art house movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, I, I I don't know what I was watching. I didn't have that bad a time watching it because yeah. it was just so embarrassing. For but, sure. Uh, Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably only watch this movie a couple more times. Oh, wonder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh also, uh, the girl can hear the cat. Uh, the cat talks to her, and but she's that, the only one who can hear it. And she's like, why are you talking about Tetris all the time? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I don't even know what game. <laughs> um, so she, uh, yeah, and then at the end, she can still hear the cat talk. Right. And the mom is like... Uh, Hey, can you hear that cat talking? Like, are you talking to the cat? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I can hear the cat talking. And, and the she's mom's like, like, the mom's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, are the credits rolling yet? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, so you're just going to live with your daughter who pretends that she can understand the cat. You're yeah. just cool with all that. And, all right. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that's great, and I'm glad you had a great Christmas time with this movie that doesn't seem to have much to do with Christmas. Uh, it, uh, no, it literally had one <laughs> one thing at the end where it's like, oh, by the way, it's Christmas. Yeah, by the way, you got the cat Christmas. <laughs> yeah. um, well, Greg gave us his own Christmas gift this week because he lost last week, and yep. he gave us an album to listen to. Yep. Uh, why don't you detail what you gave us and why you gave it to us again? Uh, I gave you an album that I like a lot. Uh, do I want it to be nice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about it. Mostly, I picked this one uh, because, well, this album's two years old and yeah, it's real blow up phase is over. But I was very confused that Dan Gorman <laughs> didn't like this band very much, and, and I just don't know why. Yeah. And so I want and uh, I know Casey's heard bits of them, and uh, I it's figured it was about time he heard the whole album. I didn't pick their album from this year, which is excellent because I wanted to start at the beginning. But they only have two. And start at the beginning and hopefully lead to the you then wanting to hear yeah. uh, or get more into their new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a good starting place because you can really see this band has great growth by their second album. It, they don't change very much, but there's changes there that is like, oh, fucking A. This is, well, there's a lot of promise mm-hmm. from uh, this New York band, Parquet Courts, uh, their 2012 debut album, um, Light Up Gold. That yeah. I, uh, Big- I just fucking adore. Big Door. splash when it came out. Yeah, spin, guardian, pitchfork, all music, enemy, all raves. Yeah, well, uh, it's uh, again. I think I mentioned last week. It's uh, what they're doing doesn't sound as hard as it is to make this kind of music this good. Mm-hmm. But it's very difficult to yeah. to to do. I think. And yeah, it just uh, I I like every song on this album. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about it and see what a focused week long. Yeah, and I listen was for Dan Gorman, yeah. <laughs> and also for Casey. But I already know you like their stuff that yeah. you've heard. So 
uh, as a yeah. full dose album. So. And I never dis. I was never like fuck this band. But I was no. Always but just you were like, like eh. and yeah. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, which seems like such a. It seems like a strange reaction to this band. Like, yeah, I could see either being like, oh fuck this, or yeah. like being super into it. It just doesn't seem like. An album yeah. that would elicit. <laughs> no, no. And I, I listened to this a bunch this week, yeah. uh, pretty much through through the week. And I did. I learned something uh, this week about this band that uh, I had no idea, and and allowed me to listen to it in a slightly different way mm-hmm. because the singer songwriter of this band, yeah, um, what's his name? Adam? Is it Adam? It's Andrew Savage. Yeah. Uh, his band earlier. Uh, for from years past, teenage cool kids. They were a Denton, Texas band that I loved, and mm-hmm. I had no idea that he had anything to do with this. Oh yeah. So I li- I was listening to this album. I heard it a couple times, and then I was reading about it, and I realized, oh, this guy is from this band that I like. All of all of their albums, mm-hmm. and then I it was interesting to listen to it with like a new frame of reference, and, right, and sure. like because I have been I was listening to it deep, but then I was kind of like, okay, let me like listen because i know i love his other stuff so let me listen to it like and listen to the lyrics and listen to the songwriting and try and like Mm -hmm. use it as like a point of reference to the other stuff that i know he's done Mm -hmm. which was super interesting that's another reason i wanted to get into this album too because i think it's uh uh, it comes across as like just cool good garage pop rock yeah fuck are the lyrics good yeah boy are they good yeah all right so (laughs) and now where now i hate it it's garbage (laughs) (laughs) um i i still am not like throwing down um my love for this album uh-huh. i think it's grown a little it's uh-huh. grown a bit from when i first started revisiting it this week to when yeah. i have reached today or i listened to it twice today i've listened to this a bunch um my first few listens after you gave it to us were you know i still don't hate this i like it um it it still was kind of like i got halfway through the album I on my first few listens and was like okay I'm gonna come back to this because it's it's not doing it for me right now and mm-hmm. and now where I stand is I do I like this album I think it's a good album I think that there's just there's something about it I feel like when it is on it's so on for me and then when it's not it's not off it's just kind of like yeah like there's some some of the shorter songs because it is kind of like a slacker album where some of the songs are more like songs and then yeah, some yeah. of them are a little more like minute and a, minute minute and a bit change, yeah. and I feel like there's something about the album as a whole that doesn't just click perfectly for me. I get a little bored in the sec in the in the final. Like I think there's a couple songs near the end of the album that are fucking great, but I do kind of be, be kind of for an album that's like 33 minutes long. I feel like I should love it straight through, and I don't yet. Yeah, but I do you know like what, it dude? a lot. I I, t- I totally get that 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 it it feels like um like an album that sort of sort of loses a step in the back half, or or rather, I felt like that. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it loses a I step. Don't feel but, like that now. Yeah. I fucking love this album. Yeah, I I went crazy nuts for this album. Right on. You know what it feels like? It feels like a fucking Dead Milkman album. I I, I felt yeah, exactly yeah. like that, and I was like, oh, I know why these guys are going nuts for it because it's so <laughs> Dead Milkman. Not <laughs> yeah. that I don't like Dead Milkman. I do. I love Dead Milkman, but yeah. I was kind of like, I know now. <laughs> I can I can see that. Uh, and 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 I love that, and and I love the sense of humor of this album, but I love for that sure. it doesn't rely on the sense of no, humor. No. Uh, there were, it's there like were they, short... the Dead Milkman made a pavement album or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and and like I fucking love the the uh, economy of, of of how they use the riffs and yeah. and and how it's like 
oh my god, that shitty guitar solo is so shitty and I hate listening to it, but I love it in this song. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. big on the guitar work in this album. This album is fucking clever as shit, mm-hmm. and, but not in like a, ooh, look at me, I made a clever little album. Uh, man, yeah, man, I fucking love this album. And, and so many times I'm like, oh my god, somebody made a rock and roll album, right? I can't yeah, remember yeah. the last time anybody did that. Oh, mm. but there's so much. Like, see, now I think that there's a lot of this stuff going on and i do agree that it's it's easy to to swipe away and be like there's so many bands doing this yeah and like it's not hard or whatever because i i completely agree with that that it is really hard i just think that like there in my first few listens on the new on coming back to it my initial kind of takeaway was like i really like this album but some of it i for an album that is really catchy there were songs where I was like, these ones don't hit the marks that the other ones do for me. Right. There were some songs where I was like, I feel like because it's kind of a toss away thing, it's not it's not like there were there were songs where I was like, I don't want to come back to these because they're kind of like I've heard them three times. They're useless to me now. Yeah. Hmm. And like, on some songs, not useless, but yeah. like like you're no stoner. When I first came back to it, I was kind of like, all right, or or donuts only. I, I think was maybe the one that I was like, oh yeah, I get it now, and I'm probably gonna skip it the next time I listen to it. But then I came around. You're no stoner. I ended up like changing my tune on after mm. these four, like five or six listens. Right. Yeah, and and so I am. It is growing on me. It is. I feel like it is a grower of an yeah. album because I was definitely like right into it when I got it, but then over the last yeah, know, I don't know, year and a half or whatever that I've had it, I'm just like, this is you know. Yeah, like a decade album for me, no question. Like, yeah. yeah, love it. It's really interesting, uh, and I like the dips where it is really f- kind of funny, uh, but it's got a, a, a weird, you know, darkness in it too. Like when you hit something like "Careers in Combat" in the middle of the album, which is short. Oh as shit, my but god! Wow, I yeah. fucking love that song. Get out of town, man! That is some fucking shit right there. <laughs> uh, and it's like a minute and a half, and it just but it levels you right in the middle, and it kind of changes how you're going to feel for the second half of the album, which is much more introspective, like. You know, stoned and yeah. starving. I think that's fucking awesome, man. Those lyrics are so great. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, and then you know, stuff that's got this great sort of romanticism or melancholy, like Castor of Worthless Spells. You know, which is just fucking dynamite. I which, think. The, like, I I totally get what what you're saying, Dan. It's just I don't find these things detrimental. Like, yeah. like there are moments of the album where I'm like this. Uh, it's not the song that's carrying me through. It's the overall tone of the album, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at no point am I am I like, oh, I want to skip this because like I feel like... It's part like, of the Every whole time thing. I listen to it, yeah. I want to experience this I whole I feel album. like yeah, that. Yeah. Every time I put this on, I listen to the whole that's album. That's my yeah. thing. I, it hasn't become a whole thing for me yet. Yeah. It feels so not... A, it, I mean, obviously, like... Um, in in its tone and style, it is very of a piece of a of a start to finish in terms of the kind of music they're playing. Mm-hmm. They don't take any huge turns, but what they're doing is really subtle turns, like Greg was saying, where they jump you on your head and you feel differently in the second half. But I just it it hasn't like become this thing yet that is like a full top to bottom piece of art for me. I, it's like yeah. an album where like I'm gonna come back to the songs that I like more than I will for like the whole thing but I am going to go to the next album. Well, I think you should go to Sunbathing Animal now yeah. based on those critiques because it is it like it's still the very much the same yeah, band. Yeah. But the songwriting craft is in a different process. Yeah. They are the little shorties aren't in there so much and it's just the, the songs are a little more 
Mm. And you're like, where my shorties at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I gotta holla at these shorties. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a different vibe. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's but it totally fits with with this album. It's yeah. a great follow up. Which I was when I heard this, I was like, I was almost worried for them. Yeah. about how do you make another record? That's do you make be, the same thing and then do people yeah, get tired of it? But it, it or, changed too much. Yeah. Like, but I think they've kind of a almost a master stroke yeah. in how they're they're just stepping up to to something a little uh, more challenging in a way. Or yeah. I, that's not quite what I want to say about it, but it, 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 the Sunbathing Animal, Animal is a fucking fantastic album. Yeah. Top to I bottom, check really good. And it's really... The title actually, track is a fucking... <laughs> that's a tune. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it, and it's really interesting now that I know, because Teenage Cool Kids are nothing like this band. Yeah. They're which I never heard band. them, um, I'm going to go check that shit well, out Well, you now. should go to the one that they made. Is he the songwriter as well? Yeah, for- yes. And it's a lot different. His voice is totally different. I actually don't know what you guys would think of that because it's a little bit, it's more skewed to my sensibilities right. in terms of like, it's poppier, kind of not, it's not pop punk, but it's kind of like they have like a built to spill kind of, it's still mm. kind of slacker indie, love but spill. it's a different and his voice is higher. And, but it, I mean, still really good lyrics. If you go back to the last one they made, Denton After Sunset, um, like it's interesting because they made those albums are such a like texas not like country but like kind of like basement shows diy stuff and then like fucking the first parakets uh parakett album uh parakett quartz album is so brooklyn mm-hmm. like the shift from like texas to brooklyn is so fucking night and day it's not even funny yeah and it's interesting to hear that so yeah, yeah i would well, suggest well, I, denton after sunset yeah, i'm gonna check yeah. that out yeah, yeah i think i will um, I'm going to spend more time with this album, and I'm going to get uh, sunbathing. I'm going to go directly. I'm going to put this album down first. because I'm afraid I'm burning out my opinion on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, listening yeah, to it yeah, a lot yeah, and being sure. like, I know how I feel about it. So I want to yeah. maybe I'll go to the next one and then return back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. maybe sometimes that's, you know, kind of opens yeah. up a record, too. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, I got I, I, both of them on vinyl yeah. now, which is just a fucking treat. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did. I made I made some baby steps. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, go, go to because uh, I think a lot of these the criticisms that that, uh, that are you're presenting I think are kind of eliminated on Sunbathing Animal. Okay, maybe maybe so. <laughs> I know, Casey. I have criticism. I'm not gonna, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna quit it. criticizing the album. It's not a gonna, good album. I'm not gonna quit it. Yeah. Also, Dan quit biting my arm. Oh man, Frank's at it again. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, he's got the He's-wound fucking look up. in his eye. Yeah, um, I'm speaking part of that arm. Speaking of looks in your eye, Casey, you have a look in your eye that you want to give us an album to listen to mm. for the rest of the is? week. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My album this week is is just because I I don't know what something is and I want to know more about it. <laughs> well, it's probably an album. Uh, 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 well, we'll see. Uh, so yeah. Um, have you guys heard of this? Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a guy. I don't know if it's a... <laughs> oh, fuck face. <laughs> he does this thing where he just stands there, not crouched or anything. He's just standing there, and then all of a sudden he's fucking attached to your arm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if it's a band. I don't know if it's a dude. Uh, do, you, do you guys know what a hosier is? Oh, uh, uh, he was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, 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 I know. And I saw I saw a part of his performance there, and I was like, life's too short, Skip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm giving you his yeah. de- debut album, which I assume is called Take Off, Hosier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I haven't taken I've it seriously. The, because I've I, heard his major hit, whatever it was that was on the radio, Church or something like that. That was on mm-hmm. the what? The radio. Oh. 
<laughs> the <Did> what? You... <laughs> I, I've heard his song that was on the radio, comma, in quotes, church, end quote, because I think that's the name of the song oh, that's the or name something of the... like that. Oh, okay. I thought you said... Uh, radio I... in church. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard his first song. Or, or Is it about, church? like, I want you to take me to church or something is, uh, I think, his... His hit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, find out what a hoser is. And yeah. Get back to me. Yeah. Well, I feel uh, like he's like a freaky folk kind of like multi instrumentalist guy. Yeah, yeah. But this album is getting like rave reviews from what I've heard. I got a text uh, on Friday from friend of the show Mark Hudson Riley. Yeah. yeah. Telling me to listen to the song "Work Song" by him. Yeah. So I will, Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there and you all go. All the other ones. And, uh, MHR, this one's for you. There you uh, go. Irish musician. Mu- musician. Yeah, mm-hmm. his Take Me to Church was his uh, song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, I take me to church, Hozier. Oh, oh, yeah, eh? You're done, eh? You're yeah. done, eh? <laughs> take me to church, and then you're done. <laughs> uh, yeah. Take off. Got good reviews. Nine out of ten from Exclaim. All uh, right. Well, keep your stick on the ice and enjoy this album. Clash, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other red-green things. <laughs> <laughs> Find out what cousin Harold has to do about this. <laughs> well, uh, let's mm. uh, let's get to rolling. Let's do that. Okay, so since this uh, album uh, album since this episode is going to be our last one uh, before our Christmas special drops over the break, um, we're going to have basically two weeks of stuff on the episode after that to catch up on. So we're going to pick two winners, right? Two movies to see right. as yeah. winners. Yeah. And then the loser has to see two losers. Yeah. So uh, it's a big Christmas roll. So this is a big uh, <laughs> Christmas big, big spectacular. Big gift or big lump of coal. Yeah. yeah. Um, the two winners are Big Eyes mm-hmm. because Tim Burton is back and it doesn't look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also everyone's talking about it because it caused the Sony leaks, so we probably should have an opinion on the interview. That's right. Yeah, which also opens on Christmas Day. Right. And hopefully we don't get bombed <laughs> in the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, saw, I saw a trailer for it. I imagine you guys saw a trailer for, for it. The, for interview? the interview? Yeah. 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 I think it doesn't look that great. Yeah, I know. I think it looks all right. I, I think it looks. Good. I think it looks all right. I had yeah. a, a long discussion with my brother today about whether or not it's offensive to make that movie right now or not, mm-hmm. and and it was offensive how just because it's like it's happening right now, and he's like around to see that they're making a movie where he like obsessively from the Sony leak gets like blown up and killed at the end of it, right? And like whether or not that's a good idea, like why not just do a fictional like thing standing in for it like yeah. you just basically say yeah, it's not yeah, them sure. you know what i mean and then save all this like i think trouble. that undercuts i think that that sort of undercuts yeah. the uh the point of the movie yeah though. my point was mm-hmm. like i don't think it's inherently offensive but it's gonna come down to how they handle it like obviously i think the joke of the movie is gonna be about americans and americanism and how for like, sure yeah, yeah so oh yeah i don't think it's gonna be about like ha ha, like we kill, we're killing politics, you. Yeah, uh, no, towards no. North Korea. Yeah. No. I think it's just they've used North Korea because North Korea is kind of yeah. a joke uh, uh, in on the political mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. yeah. So I think it'll it'll if nothing will make for interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm I'm up for it because I, I really liked uh, this is the end. Absolutely. You know, I, think, I'm like, I, I think Seth Rogen what they're doing has right now. so much more funny in him. Yeah. Than, and I and this is edgy. Like I, I just from the trailer I saw I was like oh. I, I thought it'd be a little bit f- more fun than than what I'm watching here, yeah. but maybe yeah, we'll that's see. just a trailer. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and then, I didn't think this is the end looked great. Yeah, the trailers were not good for that. Right, I still they need to watch show it. What mostly <laughs> happens in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then the loser is going to watch a Christmas-themed movie and a loser-themed movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Christmas-themed movie, of course, is Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Yeah. Um, and the other movie was The Hobbit, right? Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Which, yeah. oh. We're sorry, everyone. I know people like these movies, but we don't like them. Yeah. So and if, sitting through them yeah. has sucked. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I saw the... Casey saw the first one. Uh, then I saw the second one. It's not looking good for me. <laughs> and uh, the, God, I hope. I hope this, it's Casey. This, I think the second one was better than the first one. I'll take your less sing. No, there wasn't any singing. Yeah, there was a bunch of stupid shit in it. Yeah, I didn't really like it, but better. Yeah. yeah. So third time's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But I don't want to see it. All right, Casey. <laughs> not in the theater. Lump anyway. of coal right. or I fall asleep good to it over many Netflix watches. That's a six. Oh, I got a nice six. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling for lump of coal versus good discussions. That's a three. That's a three. That's Jesus. Three less Come on. Six. Well, there's a two, a one, and a zero. Greg, Greg, lose. Greg. Five. Uh, five. Yeah. You're going to Middle Earth, Dan Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sing you the song of Little Earth. <laughs> There once was a man named Dan Gorman. Uh, I'm sorry for he the, sat through a very long movie. <laughs> I'm sorry for the people at home that just popped their ears because I slammed the microphone against my forehead. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I would just. I was so like, just let me get out of this without having to watch a Hobbit movie. I don't want to go to the theater <laughs> yeah, and possibly not, vomit you're from the know HDR what's going on thing. either. You haven't seen uh, either no. of them. No, that's wonderful. Oh, let me bring you up to speed. A bunch of fucking. Uh, Dwarfs and shit walk for a while. <laughs> and then I bet there's a dragon. Yeah. There is a. Hey, you know what? The dragon looks cool. Is he going to be in this one? Yep. Oh, uh, man. I don't yeah, you get, watch you're, this you probably. It seems like it'll be the best one. Uh, where just like stuff is finally happening. Because mm-hmm. again, they're taking not a very long book and turned it into a nine hour movie. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, though, let me kick you in the nuts three times and you can tell me which, <laughs> which one was the best, the best one. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Great. Usually the last because at yeah. least it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, nobody has uh, threatened to blow up the theaters playing The Hobbit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm safe. <laughs> I'm safe no matter what. Right. <laughs> um,. So yeah, uh, that's good. That yeah, that's good. great. I, whenever I when I lose, it derails my hosting. Uh, I don't know what to fuck to say. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> I want to go be mad about this. Um, I guess we should do some bullshit about nine hundred two one zero or some fucking shit. Nine hundred two one. Oh yeah, relay. Let's go. All right. Well, th- don't worry, buddy. I'm about to cheer you up. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, this uh, episode of 90210 mm-hmm. is bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking life-changing. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's called <laughs> The Next 50 Years. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, yeah. And that has to do with the fact that they're uh, planting a time capsule. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. And that has very little to do with, with the with episode. What the fuck happens in this fucking episode? <laughs> do either of you know what happens in this episode? Uh, yeah, we yeah. both do. Oh, no, really? Yeah, but I, we knew that you didn't. I did yeah. not. And that's why did. I changed the order of watching for this season. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. To make sure it landed on you. But we wanted to make sure it landed on the person who didn't know that this was coming because yeah. that would make it the most. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> 
I got it spoiled by my brother. We won't spoil it right now because if no, people listening haven't heard it. But yeah, my brother was yeah. like, oh yeah, I remember that in season two, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, uh, if I could, if I had to encapsulate this entire episode in one word, <laughs> yeah. it would be Dougie. <laughs> Dougie. Oh, Dougie. I mean, they've they've been keeping him at the sidelines, and they brought him back for seemingly no reason for the last two episodes. Right. Oh, yeah, right in the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't know what happens in the episode or how it goes down exactly. So, please. Right. Wow. Oh, you got your notes on your phone, not your yeah, serial you, killer. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I uh, <laughs> I killed somebody. <laughs> Made me feel better. I don't feel like a serial killer right now. So now yeah. you just use your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. <laughs> this episode is called Doggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um. Okay. So we start out. We're at school. Uh, school choir performance, mm-hmm. and it's very choral and beautiful. Uh. And then, apropos of absolutely nothing. Uh, old Andrea asks Brandon out and he says no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like they just put it in oh there because God. people love to see her get shot down. Oh, my God. And I did. It was very oh, satisfying. it's wonderful. All right. Ugh. So then, uh, of course, D-Bag is there and he's trying to record everything with his video camera. Yeah. <laughs> with his VHS Classic. video camera. Mm-hmm. And du- Dougie's wearing his cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> Um and and he's like, hey D bag, wasn't it fun when we did that man on the street interview with your uh, camcorder? And D bag's like, what? Whatever, I don't even like you anymore. You suck. And Doug's like, oh, I'm lonely and I have a cowboy hat. On. Uh, and then uh, and then fucking Doug's mom comes out of nowhere uh, and finds D bag and she's like, hey D bag, will you uh, help me? Um, Throw a throw a birthday party for Doug because it's Doug's. I know his name is Scott. It's Doug. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> uh, it's Doug's birthday is coming up, and and he's like, oh, I don't really want to do that because I don't like your son. <laughs> uh, but she like totally guilts it. She's a bitch, and she totally guilts him into it. And and he's like, fine, I'll throw a party for Doug. Um, and then Doug comes and tries to hang out with D Bag again. And D-Bag's like, no, I'm going to be busy. Uh, I don't want to hang out with you or whatever. But it's your birthday, so here, you can play whatever you want on my radio station. And so... Uh, more, so more weird country? Uh, well, Garth Brooks. Oh, okay. So take that as you will. Sure. <laughs> um, so then D-Bag goes around because he's been guilted into trying to help, to, to, to help with the party. So he's going around to all the cool kids. You know, Brandon and Brenda yeah. and all that. And say, you know, the only kids in the school. All right. Uh, and saying, like, hey, will you guys come to Doug's party? And they're like, no, who's Doug? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, no, we don't want to go. But then he appeals to uh, to Kelly, who's like, he's like, come on, please bring the in. And she's like, oh, I guess so. Um so so then all the cool kids show up to the party, so it's going to be good. But it's a surprise party, so don't tell Doug, you guys. <laughs> um, well, if I knew who he was, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, know. I, I might tell him. I, for, I forgot you were cool. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but then, but then uh, Doug shows up. Because like they're trying to lure him to the party kind of thing, so he shows up. But Brandon and Emily, who are totally dating now, you guys. Um, he, Does he uh, say that when he turns down Andre? Is he like, no, you know I'm dating? Uh, well, I don't think they're like officially dating, okay. but they're always together and they're always making it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sometimes in a child's bedroom. We'll get to that. Uh, so Brandon shows up with Emily, and they totally ruin the surprise because Doug's like, what are you guys? Brandon, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh. Who the uh, fuck are you? <laughs> I, don't know, going I this, thought this was Doug's party. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Going to this Doug guy's place. Who's, who's, this, the, who's this fucking shitty cowboy? Nice hat guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy birthday, partner. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Brandon shows up and ruins the surprise. But everyone, but there's of no course reason, he does. There's no reason for him to have ruined the surprise. It doesn't come up or anything. It's just that's what happened. Uh-huh. Uh, so then, because he's Brandon, he, he's a ruiner. Uh, yeah, he ruins everything. Yeah. So then Doug's mom is ragging on D Bag's like, look, I got the cool kids to come to your son's party, even though he sucks and nobody likes him or knows who he is. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, but uh, wait, what? <laughs> It was super late at night. It was so late at night when I was watching this, too. And, and I, was like, I was like, oh, I'll just get this fucking done, and then I'll go to bed. And then it started, and stuff started happening, and I'm like, whoa, I'm wide awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have got to pay this the attention it deserves. <laughs> but uh, Doug's mom is still being a bitch to D-Bag. And D-Bag's like, I did the best I could, and like, I, this is pretty good. Like, uh, And she's like, oh, I still don't like you. And... Uh, and D-bag. Oh, yeah. So D-bag is venting about it, saying like, oh, I can't believe Doug's mom is such a B when uh, uh, when Doug would never have been able to get these people at his party. Like, I performed a miracle. Guess who's right behind him? Doug. Oh, yeah. man. Doug's That's like, not who I was going to guess. Oh, who are you going to guess? I, I don't know. Maybe Steve? No. No? Well, I think Steve was there, too. <laughs> but he was more off to the side right. than behind him. Uh. And Steve wasn't hurt by what he said about Doug and his mom. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, we go back in. Uh, oh, we're, this all happened outside. Okay. Not a point of interest. <laughs> sure. Uh, so we go back inside, and uh, and Doug's mom is like, hey, everybody, let's limbo. And everyone's like, okay, we're going to leave now. <laughs> uh, and they were right, too. Yeah. Um, but then D-Bag is like, oh, I've got to save the party somehow. So he's like, okay, uh, everybody line up in a row over here, because Doug doesn't know how to dance, oh. <laughs> and we're going to teach him how to dance. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> like, it's the, I the cool kids over to watch you be awkward. It's the oh, weirdest no. thing because it's like, oh, no, Doug's mom is ruining the party with her limboing. What am I going to do? I guess I'll make everybody line up and teach a loser how to dance. <laughs> It's oh man, so, it's so misguided. Uh, I'm, totally, I'm, I'm watching this episode. It's <laughs> fucking great, uh, but it works because everyone's like, "Okay, I guess we'll start to dance," and everybody starts to dance, uh, except for Brandon and Emily. Like they're like, "We're not going to dance, all right." And then they disappear. Our mouths are going to dance together. <laughs> they disappear. Where did they go? Um, the child's bedroom. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's a child's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so then they they stop dancing, and uh, um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. Um, uh, then then they stop dancing, and Mom's like, "Okay, it's time to have cake, but we we have to have cake before the kids go to bed." Oh, they have kids too, little kids, and they're like, "Oh, kids, go put on your PJs, and then we'll have some cake." 
And like, I'm like Dougie's this. got little siblings? Dougie's little siblings, okay. siblings yeah. Right. And I'm like, first of all, this is the coolest birthday party ever. <laughs> um, I got to get these kids wired before I put them to bed. Yeah. So then the mom's like, okay, well, I got to go put these kids' PJs on. So I'm going to take them to the room where I hope there's no teenagers <laughs> touching each other inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go in there and grrr, Oh, man. There are a couple of teenagers touching each other inappropriately. Um, so then all the cool kids, like the mom's like, please stop touching each other's stuff in my small child's room. Yeah. And they're like, all right. So a all million the- other choices, really, for where to yeah. go fondle. And yeah. The mom's like, like, don't go to Doug's house. Yeah. yeah. The mom's like, all right, kids, get into the bed and it'll tuck you in where they were trying to bone moments earlier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brandon, let's go make out. All right. Where should we go? Bathroom? Nah, it's not sexy. Kitchen? Not sexy. <laughs> Basement? Not sexy. How about this kid's room? That's super oh, sexy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got totally. Wood. So, uh, so all of the the cool kids are leaving, um, and then the young boy is like the young boy whose room it was was like, "Oh, mom, why'd you make those cool kids leave? Yeah, I, I wanted, wanted to, to watch. watch them make out some what? more." I was making the kid the joke. fucking says that. <laughs> I was making the joke as you said it. Oh my and god, like, Dougie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's a bird. <laughs> Uh. It's awesome. The Dougie family. <laughs> and then, Spin off. Yeah. And then uh, they're like, okay, we got to light the candles on the cake. Hey, Dougie, why don't you go get uh, a lighter? And his dad's like, there's one in my in my drawer. And uh, so he goes to go find it, and he finds his dad's gun. Oh, no. <laughs> here's where it all goes bad. You oh, guys. God. Spoiler alert. Here's where it all goes bad. Because I was wondering, how is a gun going to factor into this birthday party plot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one baked into the cake. <laughs> and then the knife pulls the trigger. <laughs> his dad just knows. Oh, here's your present, son. <laughs> his dad, yeah, his dad's like, here's your present. And he shoots him. <laughs> oh, no. He puts him out of his misery. Sorry, Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this since your last birthday. Um you're so, a man now. <laughs> so, okay, so I guess you guys have probably guessed it. Yeah. Th- that what's about to happen, mm-hmm. but the manner in which it happens. Please. So great. Uh, so, uh, so D-Bag, so Doug goes to fight. He finds the gun. He's like, oh, gun. I love these. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, which they established earlier in the season. Yeah. I was so glad you got that episode, too. When you were talking about Dougie playing with a gun, I was like, hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get. I. You have no idea how much I appreciate the Christmas gift you guys have given me. <laughs> You're I welcome. Was so tired, and I was like, yeah. "Ah, fuck! I just gotta go to sleep." And then everything started happening, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> That's because so good. It's not like it's not like it's like a cool death or anything. Because no, like this no. kid is such a wang. Like in every scene he has, he's such a wang. And everybody's just totally mistreating him and he's just like, okay, I guess. I'm do, you, <laughs> do you think that like this was long in the... Like obviously they he, were in the, the work. The actor least. wanted... He just wasn't in, into it. He didn't want to be an actor. Okay. He didn't want to be on the show. Because I was going to say like... Cause well, from c- commission accomplished because at no point has he been an actor yeah, on no. this show. Because like even from early on it's just like we're going to have this character he's so lame like to the point of like like I feel bad for like the kid's yeah. character. Like mm. they really like of all the people that almost they punish him the most as yeah. a character. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean obviously there's some other stuff with people being punished but it's just him. It's just like well, yep, yeah, because he's like, going to be lame. They're going to make fun of him. He's never yep. going to be involved the whole series. Yep. And then you yeah, go yeah, like, well, now he's a, now he wears a cowboy hat. 
uh, yeah, in 1990. Like, and listens to <laughs> Garth Brooks. Yeah. And uh, and and then they're like, oh, we're gonna give him a, a gun death. We're gonna do like and, and yeah. like he was just like, oh, well, that's kind of a cool way to go. It's not. <laughs> All right, run it down. How does it go? <laughs> because what he does is he finds the gun and he's like, oh, gun, boop, 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 boop. And then D bag comes to try to find him. And he turns around and he's like, oh, hey, D-Bag, uh, look what I can do with this gun. And he starts doing the spinny thing on his finger. Oh, no. <laughs> but he doesn't do it well. And the gun drops and shoots him in the stomach and he's fucking dead. <laughs> wow. Like, it is the least cool thing you can do with a gun. Like, he's like, look at my spinny cowboy moves. <laughs> he's spinning it and the gun falls and he's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote, and he's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you just hear the body drop to the floor like a sack of unpopular shit. <laughs> oh my god. It's the fucking best. That's so bad. <laughs> and I wrote here as a note, the first time they tackle gun violence yeah. on this show and it's a fucking teenage cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys really have your finger on the fucking pulse of what's going yeah, on in, in the LA 90s. in the nineties. In LA in the fucking nineties. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh yeah. And I'm like and at this point I'm like, uh oh he like they're they're gonna talk about gun safety. He must have shot himself in the leg or yeah, <laughs> But no, the next scene it's like but but every then the next scene everybody's talking about it like um like, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, did you hear about what happened? Oh, yeah, it's, I've been saying this about gun safety for years and blah, blah, blah. Like, maybe he just grazed himself and he was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, so anyway, we're going to the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, Dougie. <laughs> Dougie. You did it, pal. <laughs> so fucking Dougie's dead. Do you think they gave him, like, a weird, like, a, a w- almost wacky version of a death just because the, the character, like, the actor was like I'm, i want out yeah like we're not they were gonna, insulted like yeah like all right this guy's not into it he wants out like let's just like we got to find a way to do it he drops a gun i guess instead of like actually making it like obviously gun safety is a hot topic that need needed to be talked about but yeah. they're just doing it in a way as usual as like you know <laughs> well no that's the greatest thing about it is that it's not like they're playing it like that like like they're kind of playing it so straight like like this is what happens when kids you know, find guns and when yeah. there's guns in the house and when kids play with guns, this is what happens. It's just the way Dougie does it and it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the gang would have gone to the funeral if they hadn't been at the birthday party where he died? No nope. way. <laughs> I think no they would, fucking way. I think if there's no party and he just does that, like at his family's house, I think the gang is like, so where's that guy? What was his name? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he shot himself by accident at his birthday party. <laughs> oh, Dougie. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I think his name was Scott. It's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So they're at the funeral, and Brandon is totally making it all about himself and going like <laughs> a funeral. Uh, yeah, he's like, well, you know, I'm glad it was him and not me. Whoa, <laughs> like you know, in like a real existential way, like, wow, man, that could have been me. 
I'm like, well, it couldn't no, have been. It wasn't. There wasn't an attack. You're not the idiot pretending yeah. to be a cowboy. You were just trying to bang some girl in his little Wait, brother's he room. Wait, he said it could have been me? Yeah, you could have died from that. If I was going to find a gun, you know I'm going to twirl it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to boku twirl that gun if I find it. <laughs> I'm going to twirl it boku times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm boku of my fingers. <laughs> so, oh, oh, what a treat. What a joy. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's happening. Then the next day, everybody's being really nice to D-Bag because he just watched his friend get shot in the stomach. Yeah, how's he taking it? Uh, he's, you know, he's he's like, oh, it's this sucks and everything, but yeah. he seems to be all right. Mm-hmm. Oh. And and Weird. fucking and everybody's like coming up to him, going like, "Hey, I'm really sorry." Or like, you know, that's it's really sad what happened. I, I hope you're okay. And then Steve comes up, and Steve's like, "Did you actually watch him get shot? Was there like a lot of blood and everything?" <laughs> yes. Anyway, Steve. take it easy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're the new Doug. Steve's like, "Were you?" Steve's like, "Were you filming while you did it?" Like, <laughs> yeah, can I have like, the tape? The I'm tape? the biggest slime ball the in the world. First cool thing you you taped, but he didn't tape it, unfortunately. Idiot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, so then uh, old Andrea is talking to Brandon and they disagree about the the angle of the cover story because old Andrea wants it to be about gun safety and Brandon wants it to be like uh, uh, the life and times of Doug, like a, a nice retrospective. Yeah. And then she sees him totally making eyes at Emily. Uh-oh. Like, Pointedly, like Emily's there, and he's talking to Andrea, and then he just looks over and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking eye fuck Emily for a second. <laughs> you want to watch?" He looks over at her like, "Is there you a kid's room nearby?" Andrea, this is the closest you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine what I want to do to her, but imagine me doing it to you. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Imagine what you want me to do to you, but like to her on a kid's bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like imagine, imagine you're at a, an idiot's birthday party. I'd rather shoot myself in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> nope, he's fucking dead. So, uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, check this out. So then Brandon's talking to Emily later, and he's like, God, it makes me think of all the things I want to do before I die. And Emily's like, I only want to do one thing. <laughs> so she parlays his death into sex. Yeah. Which, by the way, she mentioned in another episode that she was a virgin. So oh. I'm pretty sure Brandon just took Emily's virginity. Right. Um, pretty awesome. Oh, I, I have to mention, because I have that email in front of me, Esther, the person who emailed us from the beginning of the episode, mentioned this uh, time capsule episode in, your email, in the email. Mm. Was, oh, really? was like, I can't wait till you get to the time eps- uh, capsule episode. Yeah. I just forgot about that. We've all been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not me. Nope, I know. I could not have been It was possibly... so hard to stay quiet about, like, whenever Dougie would come well, up. Well, there was that episode, like, when you that you mentioned, when you were talking about a gun and Greg and I were like... <laughs> <laughs> I think if you listen to it, you, I think some, I think, I don't know if it's Greg or me that we, we kind of, like, lead you like, he's playing with a gun. Oh, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh my god, I want like in in the best of in this year's best of that's fucking there's gonna be a comparative essay of the two things. Oh man, what a fucking treat. What a treat. Mm. Um so then yeah, so old Andrea at this point is basically like, I hate seeing you and Emily together. Uh and he's like, eh. <laughs> um 
deal it's with like it. It's like he fucking lo- he like it's like that's part of his boner is just that he'll never fuck old Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like they're going for a will they won't they, but they're just landing on like will they he likes it <laughs> they're, that they they're, don't. Yeah. they're going for a will they won't they, but they're getting a will she he won't. Yeah, kind of a thing. Going will she on. he won't? He's into not. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a big fucking creep about that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, so then Doug's mom uh, says to... Uh, oh, I wrote Dave bag here. <laughs> Got Dave. Huh. All right, well, I'm going to kick Dave bag around for a while and see <laughs> see if that sticks. Um, so, uh, yeah, to, to come and, and, and get some of Scott's stuff, and he's like... Uh, and he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. And then she says a very strange line. She goes, oh, you know, there's there's some stuff of his that I really want you to have. Scott loved to travel. He'd want you to have his Christmas stocking. <laughs> uh... His travel Christmas stocking. His travel st- Christmas stocking has like a magnet in it so it won't fly around in the car. Like, he's such a pathetic life. He just like, he used to just sit in the corner with his Christmas stocking telling it all about the places he'd love to travel to. Do we ever get to any point, and if we do, just continue on, um, like of the mom and, and uh, David Silver like having a discussion about like, I know you were there. Like it's not your f- like. You know what I mean? No. Okay. Because uh, I, I feel did... like there's something between those characters. I feel like they need to be like you know you organized this party. Like I feel somehow she would feel like he's responsible in some way. No, weirdly, like you feel like it's leading up to that, yeah. or you feel like it's leading up to a thing where like talk she's trying something. to replace her son with or something. Him. Yeah. Because after he dies, like she keeps coming up to, him. she keeps fucking finding him at school and shit, and going, "Hey, you got to come do this thing. Hey, D bag, come do this thing." Uh, or or leading up to like you know you were his best friend and we have a discussion about how he always liked you yeah. as a, you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah well they sort of do that okay. yeah like in this he's he's like you know we weren't even that good of friends like we used to be friends and now we're not like and and as we close didn't, anymore yeah we didn't school. hang out that much towards the end of his unfortunate life. <laughs> Um, so like fucking lay off me weird mom and and so then he runs away ah. and uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Donna sees D-bag and he snubs her and she yells at him and she's like I'm not a doormat and I'm like yeah you are <laughs> um, but then uh, uh, Brandon comes to, to ask how uh to ask D-Bag how he's doing. D-Bag's on the radio at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brandon comes in. He's like, oh, how you doing? And then and David like just kind of goes off about how like fucking... Uh, uh, and actually, 490210, like the acting wasn't good or anything because it's D-Bag, but yeah. it, it was a, a good enough point that, that, sure. that they're making. They're like, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, like fucking everybody keeps asking, like uh, suddenly I have all these new friends who care about how I fucking feel that yeah this fucking guy died and and I wasn't that good of friends with him or anything and and, and I was kind of shitty to him and yeah I wish I wasn't shitty to him it's about it's not about how it is after his death it's about how you treat the person yeah. when you're alive they do this kind of whole thing and I'm like all right well yeah, it's fair a fair point yeah. yeah um and then uh uh and then David goes back uh <laughs> Dave back goes back <laughs> to to the mom and says like sorry I've been shitty to you and everything I will oh there you go yeah uh, mm-hmm. he's like I will uh, uh, come and and look through your son's stuff 
uh, but first I got to go do something. Then we're at the time capsule. Okay. Brings it all back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're at the time capsule and everybody's putting in their things like uh, Brenda puts in. She's like, I got this thing from the Minnesota Twins. Obviously. Yeah, because <laughs> you're from Minnesota. I get it. Um, and everybody's putting in their stuff and David comes up and he's like... Um, uh, I have something special I want to put in. And I was like, please be the gun. Please be the gun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the fucking funniest thing. But, uh, but cowboy no. hat? Cowboy hat. Oh, oh. I was he thinking like the, as a goof, but. He pulls the cowboy. I know, because it is pretty I funny. Ma- still I keep making the, the goof. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like. I, and like, it, I would have thought it would have been like a picture of him or something. Like, yeah, you exactly. Remember. Or like uh, the bullet or something. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so they put the, put the cowboy uh, hat in there and I'm like I guess when they dig this up in the future they're gonna be like oh they had cowboys back yeah then. <laughs> <laughs> the last cowboy yeah <laughs> he was the last cowboy I <laughs> uh, could teach you a thing or two about guns uh, wonderful so they buried the boy and the hat they buried yeah. the uh, who cares about the boy the hat <laughs> yeah. is fucking gone <laughs> anyway yeah so is that the end of it and then it that's then, the end of the episode. Fade yeah. out. It's done. Yeah. I feel like we, we need to have like a running tally of we like. We need to have a moment of silence for Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a running tally where at the end of every 90210 yeah, relay, we death say count? like, not death count. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Death. <laughs> like, what was the ta- What was the issue this ep- uh, ep- What was the main issue for this mm. episode? And check mark or Xbox on, did they. Did tackle they, it properly. Right. So the main, ah. this this is gun oh, gun let's control. Institute this from now on. Yeah. yeah, gun control. Is that a check or is that? Oh, that's a big check. It was very funny. No. Because <laughs> 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 uh, no, listen. I got it. Did they? Did the father having yeah. a loaded gun in a reachable place? Was that ever was dealt that a with? Thing? No, no. All right. Nobody fail. Fail yeah, on this episode. That, yeah. 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 Nobody chastises the father for having a gun or anything. Yeah. Nothing like... And he, it, it sounds it, like they the only make passing. And didn't his dad give him the other gun? Oh, no, no, no. I think his uncle did or his okay. grandpa or somebody like that. Uh, all right. Um, but, but his dad... But earlier on in the episode, like at the party, somebody's like... Uh, like There's like a nephew there or something. The nephew's like, hey, uncle... Doug's father, did you uh didn't you just buy a didn't you just buy a whole shitload more guns? And the father's like mm, guilty as charged. Can you and find them? That's what he said. I've hidden them around the room like <laughs> Easter eggs. Each one more loaded than the next. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um Yeah, because it sounds like, you know, there's a lot to talk about. You know, the dad I feel like there needs to be a set you're writing this episode, you need to have a subplot about the dad like I can't believe I left it where somebody could find it. Like you know, it sounds like they had yeah. a guy have a gun in a drawer. It somebody spun it around and it killed them. Like, and then at school, somebody was like, "Gun control." I've been talking about it anyway. Yeah, like, but but like, it seems like the the whole point of the the episode. Now that I think more about it, is. Uh, let's not talk about gun control. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, literally, like, the dad's like, I got a lot of guns! <laughs> <laughs> They're in every drawer! Like, and then his fucking son kills himself, and everyone's like, Murp. and Andrea's, sorry, old Andrea's like, uh, Andrea. hey, we should talk Andrea. about... 
old Andre is like, we should talk about gun safety. And Brandon's like, nah. <laughs> nah. And well, that's the yeah. last thing. And it does sound about. like they do make a good point with the uh, David Silver stuff about, like, you know, realizing it's too late that he was shitty to somebody yeah. and, you know, yeah. making amends with that's the mother. the message is, you know, you should treat people nice before they accidentally <laughs> shoot before, themselves. Yeah. Before they comically shoot their guts out. Yeah. At their birthday party <laughs> that no one wants to be at. Yeah. Because nobody <laughs> wanted to be at it. Everybody at every point makes it a point to go like, oh, God, I don't even know who this idiot kid is. Yeah. And I just want to leave. If that's going to be the crux of your episode with gun control and then that they're all there and they don't want to be like, you got to have the rest of the episode be everybody making amends somehow. Or like, have Doug snap and kill everybody at the party. Yeah. When they yeah. all lined up. Yeah. That's- <laughs> I just, it's funny because on the Wikipedia um, <laughs> synopsis for this episode, uh, it says like the gang mourns when they lose one of their own. And I'm like, I they don't consider Dougie as one know. of their own. I don't think anyone's mourning. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a no on oh, gun control. Yep. Oh, you guys, you've dropped the ball on that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a huge fail. Yeah. They, they did oh, yeah. not address All anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, somebody. Uh, some, Wait, one of our listeners, go back and tell us if all of our episodes that we talked about, 90210, were passes or fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody go do that and take hours of your mm-hmm. time, please. Yeah, especially that one, pass, not pass. Yeah. Wasn't that an episode? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to grade that one, pass, not pass. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so yeah, anyway, good. it was fucking, that was great. Guys, thank you so much. I had no idea that that was a fucking thing that was happening on <laughs> the, the show. The whole time, yeah. What, like, it, what a fucking treat that was. Oh, yeah. I Wonderful. was so tired, and I was so, like, I don't want to watch 90210 right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I did. Yes. <laughs> And then we had a great time talking about it. Very good. Was yeah. Like, I'm so <sighs> tired right now. Now, yeah. let's have a great time doing a uh, quick round of TV Dad Cage Match. Oh. Are we doing it this that, week? Well, we should. I feel like I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you might have said it, too. <laughs> I said it at the top end <laughs> just uh, now. I'm not even prepared. Where's the thing? We've been going through them pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, we are at two hours and five minutes, but... Oh, my. Hold uh, on. Well, I, let me bring up the damn Let's do a list. quick one. We, we, we missed a few. All right. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then we'll get out of here. <laughs> hey, hey, get out of here. Get out of here, Dougie. Uh, while, Dougie. While you're loading that up, yeah. if you are listening to this and you have thoughts or opinions about 90210, a lot of our emails do come in uh, referencing the 90210 Yeah Relay. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. seem to like us uh, bullshitting our way through these episodes. So if you have an opinion about that episode or any of our past episodes, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com or send us some tweets if you can fit your opinion about 90210 and 140 characters. Yeah. Lord knows we can't fit it into half an hour because we love talking about that stuff. Yeah. Send us some send us condolence messages too because we just lost somebody very dear to us. We need to mourn. We lost one of our own. (laughs) One of the group. One of the the gang. Yeah. All right. So what do now, we got theme song for TV Deck Cage Match, mm. and I will press the button so Casey knows what about the thing.
good song. Yeah. <laughs> good. Very nice. Those have been ve- those markers have been very oh, helpful. No problem. Yeah. I didn't say thank you. <laughs> Behind the curtain. I've been pressing M whenever important things happen, guys. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> from what I can tell M here. Magic. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, what do you got? Right. It looks like we've got... Uh, Dan and I are apparently very bad at vamping. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, markers in podcast recording <laughs> software. Okay, we've got uh, Tim Tanner. All right, yeah. Who? Tim Tanner. Who's that? Tim uh, Tanner. Home Improvement. Oh, 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 oh. Tim Taylor. Taylor. Tim Tan Taylor. Taylor. Tim Tim Tan Taylor. Taylor. Tim Taylor. He's a Tan Taylor. Nice. Going up against Carl Winslow. Yeah. Um, Reginald Vell Johnson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know who Carl Winslow is. Yeah, no worries. Family matters. It does. Okay. Damn. All right. Where's the dice? You had it. sitting on it. Keeping it warm. Nope, lies. No, it's over uh, by where your phone was. Put it was. down. And, uh, there it is. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we did the song, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put up a photo of Tim Taylor with a tool through his ear. Uh, he's crazy. <laughs> All right. So uh, we are drill. making TV. This guy will do anything for a dads for Fight Coke. to the death inside Thunderdome yes. with weapons. I'm going to roll for those weapons now. First, Tim Taylor. What do you got there? It's a six. That's a six. Which is... Uh, this new dice is so difficult. Which I got to remember how everything <laughs> dice goes. Dice new difficult yeah. goes. Uh, uh, whistle. Uh, pat. Spear. Uh, oh, is this special purpose? Yeah. yeah. It is oh, special boy. purpose. Okay. Who has the special purpose? Tim Taylor has special purpose. Huge bag of coke. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and who's he? What's the? Oh, uh, Carl Winslow. Uh, he's got the whistle. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, Frank's into that dice. Yeah. Okay. So, here we are. Yeah. Tim Cocaine Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carl, Carl Winslow Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, Carl Winslow Winslow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What do we got going on here? Carl's a cop. They've He's both we, been Everyone's been through this. We're in round three. Yeah. yeah. They've yeah. all been Carl's, through they've, they, they've, I feel like blood on their hands. I feel like Tim on. Taylor got uh, aggressive. Yeah. I think he got coked out in his last mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. Something crazy happened with him, and I feel yeah. like Carl to win, uh, I don't think he got as aggressive. He hasn't he, had but, the stiffest of competition yeah. either. Mm-hmm. I think it was pretty easy for him. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think this is going to be an interesting... So it's hard to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's Reginald Vell Johnson. That yeah. guy's fucking awesome. You're fucking a. Uh, now, well, yeah, but he's never gone up against a uh, okay, yeah, uh, cokehead with power tools, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the special purpose is going to be some power tool action. Yeah. More power, oh, like uh, like the photo I brought up of him putting a drill through <laughs> oh, his I ear. Do my lips. Uh-huh. <laughs> we should go to Vegas. <laughs> Tijuana. <laughs> Um, okay, so they... Okay, let's say the bell rings. They're in Thunderdome. Does Tim Taylor off the bat have, you know, is he aggressive off the bat? I yeah, think so. I think his special out. purpose is he has got, like, some really good blow. Yeah. And he is fucking right up there. He's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And he's got power tools. Okay, so he, right off the bat, takes, like, a uh, some sort of... Uh, one of those little, like, wrench attachments, you know, those, like, that you put on the wrench and you crank it. 
Yeah. Uh, I think he takes one of those and uses it to snort a couple of rails. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now, which then gives him the power uh, to fully give these tools more power like he's yeah. always wanted. Yeah. 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 That was, that's what the more power was. Right. Mm-hmm. More coke. Coke fuel. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> more coke. All right. Then well, what? Okay. What kind of power tool are we... I mean, we've got a drill, a power I a drill. Dr- in I this. see a drill. A drill's pretty good. Or a handsaw. Yeah. Yeah, a handsaw. Uh. Maybe he maybe he turns around, he's got this handsaw, and he's working on a handsaw, and when he turns back, it's like a gun that shoots handsaws. I love it. Oh, so he, like, when he's coked out, he can actually build something? Yeah, yeah. For now, it'll work for now. Um. It's kind of like that Cenobite from Hellraiser 3 that spit CDs, but right. nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh-huh. um, so he maybe fires off some at Winslow, and Winslow kind of has to dive to the ground and dodge them. Yeah, yeah. So for now, he's safe. And then maybe that's when the tool time hilarity starts, because he's coked out and he didn't do it just right. 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 And maybe it starts, you know, shaking and smoking, and oh now my. there's some things flying everywhere, the... Uh. Um, the the saws the and discs yeah, yeah yeah and he's like he's like ah oh, did I kill him did I kill him and then I was like I don't think so Tim <laughs> audience <laughs> goes nuts and then Wilson Richard Carn is a star yeah <laughs> and then Wilson's on the side of Thunderdome go- Thunderdome going like Whoop, what's going on over here <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so yeah Carl's got the whistle yeah so he's blowing that whistle it's not doing much yeah maybe the whistle is so high is is like a, an annoyance for somebody that's all coked out, and he's like, yeah, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a dog whistle, but yeah. he's so amped up that yeah. he, can he can hear it. everything. And that's so he right. drops the malfunctioning saw gun, yeah, and it shoots its last saw into the wall or something. Okay, and now it's like on fire, and it's it's toast. Yeah, and he's yeah, because he fucked it up. Yeah, with his and more he's power. like, ah, this maybe if I do more coke, this sound will go away. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he definitely does uh, more yeah, coke. More at coke, this point. yeah, yeah. He's got to get that. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, he's got the whistle, you know, and it's like, yeah. Uh, it's getting into the brain. It's like all that cocaine production of the late eighties, early nineties, where nothing yeah. can be bass. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Everything's shrill. He's, he starts hearing it like it's a Steve Winwood album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a late career squeeze mm, record. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So the the whistle is inciting this coke had to do more coke. Yeah, yeah. try and drown it out. And so I guess this is how Carl can make his move to get close. Yeah, he's leaned over with that little uh, wrench ad- adapter, and he's switched to a bigger one to get more coke. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I don't know much about coke. Uh, so I mean, what does coke? I mean, I know what it does. It makes you hyper alert or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like, what's Carl Winslow going to do? Carl, Carl Winslow kind of has to do something. He's a cop. Yeah, he's a cop. But he, he's a cop with a whistle. Right. He's a fat man. That's right. Maybe he thinks if he yells freeze and just points his finger at him because he's so yeah. coked a, a out. A habitual maybe. criminal might be like, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 He's paranoid. Run. He's going to be a little paranoid. A little on edge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So know? he immediately crotches his stash. Yeah. Because okay. maybe. Okay. I felt like some kind of rectal exam was coming. Oh, do you think you think he puts it up his bum? <laughs> I think maybe. Oh. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> or he puts it in a little balloon and swallows it. Yeah. <laughs> And then Carl Winslow is going to have to get it out of his butt. Why? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You see Carl Winslow going? Oh, in yeah! The butt. I think he's going to be like, "Sir, I think you know what the next step in this procedure is." 
What if Carl Winslow? This is gross. <laughs> what if? Carl, oh no, I, I I like where this is. What going. if Carl Winslow is then like, all right, buddy, and and Tim Taylor because he's so used to you know being coked out and police being around and being searched, yeah. just like, all right, I have to allow this to happen. Right. But Carl Winslow, knowing that this is his one shot that he has him in his place, pulls a. Uh, pulls like a dead alive kind of disgusting thing where he just shoves it up and out his mouth his hand comes out of his mouth oh, yes sure. yeah i definitely saw that happen I'm sorry people i listening. think but what i think happens <laughs> is he's so like like he's like uh he swallows the coke in a balloon i think that's good because yeah. he's in his stomach now yeah. right um it's not he doesn't put it up his butt he swallows it but carl winslow goes in the butt yeah. to get it but he's like look i know you gotta go searching for this year cop it's your job and everything yeah but this is gonna be really weird and demoralizing for me can i do a ton of coke before <laughs> you do it and he's like i'll allow it sure so fucking tim taylor blows a fuck ton he, of rails so he put half let's say he put half of his coke inside him yeah and then the rest of it he blows on rails yeah and then instead of what i just said where he goes in through the butt and out the mouth let's say then he shoves his hand down his throat all right grabs the bag of coke and pops it oh oh and now yeah. tim taylor is like he doesn't too even high. have to go in the butt at all let's take the high road on yeah this <laughs> yeah oh wait no i don't know because I think then he's like, oh, no, because the drugs are happening. I think then Carl Winslow, like ninja fast hands. I don't know why he has those, but he does. Reaches inside, pulls out Tim Taylor's brain and says, this is your brain. And then all the drugs are inside him. Yeah. Uh, this is your brain on drugs. Oh, yeah. And also, this is your brain uh, shoved up your butt. Up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he... Shows him his brain, shows him his brain on drugs, and then shoves his brain up his butt. Yeah, and then all the coke that's blown in up there. in his stomach so goes into the brain, that's which is somehow still attached to his head, and yes. then he, his, his head blows up. Yeah. His head, yeah, his head blows up. <laughs> his head blows up Good from enough. coke. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is all above board. Yeah. Yes. This that's is all yeah. what happens. I think that yeah. was the actual plot of a PSA in the 90s. <laughs> I think I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right. Winslow. Okay, Winslow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Go. Okay. Cool. Done. Done. All right. Very so good. there will be another TV Dead Cage match in the near future. That's right. Uh, that's it, though, for this episode of that's See right. You Next Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to find us on the internet, you can go to, as always, modernsuperior.com, and you can listen to all of our other shows in, in a few... Uh, next week, I believe there'll be a rollout of a holiday spectacular live episode on multiple uh, feeds. So right. stay tuned to our feed if you'd like to listen to that, but go subscribe to all of our other shows if you'd like to hear it elsewhere and all the other great shows. Uh, but you can also follow us on Twitter at synwpc or you can go to facebook.com slash synwpc and if you do that like i don't know if i'm gonna say this right but sita rain who tweeted at us uh, a couple hours ago that she's all caught up on cereal and now to catch up on her favorite uh us oh thank you (laughs) oh we are at least yeah Yeah. Yeah. so that's real nice so yeah uh, great favorited and retweeted totally and one super quick call out somebody uh was tweeting the modern superior account that one tickets to go see Whiplash about mm, the right. fact that a fist fight broke out just right. before the, the, yeah. that movie started. During the movie. I Pretty think, crazy. The minutes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for filling us in and saying that you loved the ep- uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. otherwise, you can f- find us next Wednesday. <laughs> you can. Yeah, next and Wednesday. we will see yeah. you next Wednesday. Yes. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye, Internet. Fuck Gene and R.I.P. Dougie. <laughs> oh, Dougie. Dougie. Yeah, show me.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.